banded together from remote galaxies, are 13 of the most sinister villains of all time, the Legion of Doom. Dedicated to a single objective, the conquest of the universe. Only one group dares to challenge this intergalactic threat, the Super Friends. Brent Stewart, George Takua, Jamie Lyon, Steve Madeline, Tom Kovic, Dylan Walker, Happy Coruscant, Josh Starling, Matt Parcell, Nate Miles, Martin Powell, Jack Kovic, Brent Lauren, Darcy Lussick, Joseph Barbay. Versus the Legion of Doom, this is... The Challenge of the Super Friends. This episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast is proudly brought to you by Reesby Workers Club. Reesby Workers, for members and the guests. Reesby Workers, we're the best in the West. Reesby Workers, come on down and have a beer. Rage be workers, all your friends are here. Hello. Hi, and <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Screaming, Screaming Eagles podcast. Eagles. Draw yourself a long bath and just <laughs> ease into those bubbles as you wallow the night away listening to our sexy voices talking about the sexiest club in the entire NRL, the mighty men of the Manly Seagulls. Now, one of the fine, delicious men that you might know is Hugh Jackman. Now, Hugh Jackman likes the Seagulls as well. So, if you're a lady that's a fan of Hugh Jackman, just slip on into your bath and listen to a podcast about the rugby league team that Hugh Jackman likes. Mm, yeah. Now I'm your host, Ben. <laughs> and joining me, as always, is the man who, like Manly, had a slow start to the season, but has since hit top form, Cyrus. Yeah, not quite as sexy as Hugh Jackman, <laughs> but uh, almost as hairy. Yeah, you actually are yeah, I'm really hairy at the moment. <laughs> um... Welcome. Hello. Hi. Here we are. Mm. Thank you for having me, Ben, yeah. in my hobbit hole. <laughs> I'll invite you around to your house once again. <laughs> um, so, how have you been? What's up? What's I've been good. I've been good. I uh, I started work. Uh, I think I mentioned that last week. Yeah. So I'm back on work. For we're, two weeks. Yeah. We're yeah. Up, and, up and running, got a new show going, um, which is good. Uh, today, I, I built the, um, like, a, a, a kid's a, a kid's cubby house. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, Where'd you make it out of? All shit left over from sets that mm. I stripped out. <clears throat> um, and yeah, it was really good. Like I, 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 it's funny. Like building something like for your own kid on your own property that's not just a shambolic thing that's part of a set. Mm. There's a lot of joy in it. So me and my neighbour, mm. like my, my, do you find that you put more effort into it or less? Uh, sort of skip corners because you can because you're the boss. Kind well, corner skipping in the term in in terms of um, like kind of like f- finishing, mm. but you you make it you make it good and solid, but you just don't like faff around like you don't you don't beat yourself up on 
you know, kind of like the corners and the edges all lining up and stuff. Yeah, you just right. make sure that the odd nail is... sticking out at eye height. You just leave it in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. But you, so you make it you solid. You provide PPE yeah. for anyone playing on it. Yeah, but you make it you make it solid, but like to last a lifetime. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to necessarily look pretty. No. Um, and so that was good with my neighbour Tong and Rob. Tong and Rob, yeah. Tong and Rob. Um, and we, we we actually had a bit of a a funny thing while we're um while we're uh, building the the cubby house uh two police cars turned up to oh. his house next door neighbor's house and um warrants well so tong and rob which when i say that it's like it, it's doing him an injustice yeah yes he sounds is. like tong a character from from uh Oh, what's that one? Cuzzy bro. No, no. Uh, no. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Yeah, anyway. From Blue Murder, Aboriginal Joe, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so um, so Tong and Rob, his nephew lives lives with him, who's a fairly kind of um, up and up and feisty young uh, Tong and fella. Mm. Um, this, is, this, this is also why I'm allowed to call... Our um our left wing the coconut connection like oh, no 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 this this is why I'm allowed because mm. I hang out I hang out with a whole but bunch didn't of... they specifically tell you if I remember correctly when you came back then the next week after calling him that and apologised because your friends actually said yeah it's uncool for you to actually do that so you're saying it's okay but didn't they specifically say it's not okay no no, no. <laughs> I think I remember correctly oh no That's I always I always. Like they're my brown brothers, and like, you know, like well, basically, what I'm saying is like, I we we talk shit and we talk, we we rag on each other, mm. and quite often comes up their like kind of their Polynesianness, like mm. you know, you know, like kind of, you know, like uh, Tongan Tongan steel boots, <laughs> Tongan Tongan steel caps, uh, yeah, thongs, thongs. Yeah. yeah, and we all know that and all that, and we have a good laugh and all that. But anyway, so the cops turned up, and uh, yeah. Four policemen to to drag his nephew, who was so drunk, mm. and this is at midday. Did, he, he was coming home from a big night out in the city, mm. and he fell asleep two doors up <laughs> on their porch because he couldn't quite work out where his door, <laughs> where his house was. Yeah, so he fell asleep two doors up. They've called the cops, and they've said, "Give me a description of him." They've said, "Yeah, you know, he's like a reasonably well-built." Tongan lad. Mm. So four cops, two cop cars, two in each cop car have turned oh, up yeah. to drag him. He's he's nineteen. He's yeah. not. He's a nineteen-year-old lad. Yeah, but you know what? So what? They could have turned up, and it could have been fucking Marty to Powell's twin brother there. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of like, yeah. We really should have fucking called for more people. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just you and Constable Joe, you know, uh, Anna yeah, yeah, Anna yeah. Smith there, who's yeah, like five yeah, foot yeah. one. And yeah, yeah. She's very you know. good with capsicum spray, but yeah. apart from that, she's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway, but so anyway, so we were, we were, we're having a bit of a barbecue at my house, putting up the, the cubby house, because they've, they've got two daughters, I've got two daughters, so we all hang out. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, so these cops have turned up, and they've, they've four policemen... To get a guy off someone's front step and move him two doors down. Oh, so they didn't arrest him or anything? No, no, no. There, there was someone literally rang up and said, "Hey, there's a drunk guy asleep on my front doorstep." That every time we say, "Hey, go home," he says. <laughs> 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 so they called the cops, and I guess they kind of 
took it upon themselves to yeah come in two cars. Yep. Um, and then apart from that, I've been well. I've been well. The garden's looking good. Was that the story that you couldn't wait to tell me? Oh, no, no, no. I've got better stories than that. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I get it. Cops turned up. But no one... Oh, anyway. Yeah. I was expecting, like, he put up a fight and they had to taser him and... Like, 12 times. Yeah, and it was like a scene from Do the Right Thing. People started throwing bricks through cops' windows and, <clears throat> you know, you started yelling, Yo, fuck the police. Coming straight from the underground. <laughs> Nigga got a bag because I'm brown. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was expecting something like that, but it just, they turned up and helped him home. No, no, no. <laughs> it was no, a no, bit no. of an anti-climax. No, no, they, we, they had to get another two. Like, they got Rob and his, his nephew, uh, not, uh, no, his brother, actually. Yeah. And they got him down and, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a kerfuffle. Right. But it was, yeah, it was, it was one of those kerfuffles that had no chutzpah to it. Mm. Mm. Didn't end up, it didn't end up like a, a Warriors Manly game at the end. Where it was just a lot of, a lot of pushy, oh, shovey. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, let's, not get, let's not get ahead. Yeah, I know. Let's I know. not get ahead. I had a great finish to the game, but anyway. Yeah, how's your How's your week, Ben? Uh, it was good. It was good. I um I managed to squeeze a bit of time away and uh, ended up seeing Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. How uh, do you do it? Um, look. I definitely went and saw it at Hoyt's. I definitely did not illegally download it and then watch it at home on Sunday night. A hundred percent did not illegally download it. A hundred percent did not think, oh, I can't be fucking bothered going all the way to the cinema. I don't have enough time in my life to do that. No, because that's not the type of guy. I definitely saw it. Right, right. Because um, downloading illegally is is morally wrong. So It's morally bankrupt. It is. So I definitely, definitely did not do that. Um, but regardless, I saw it. Um, yeah, I, it didn't even have enough in there to get me annoyed. It wasn't even bad enough to get me annoyed or... Did you get wet? <laughs> it was just... It was just nothing. It was... You know what? It was actually just fucking... It was just a bit boring, to be honest. Like, there were some scenes that just felt... They jumped. Like, they must have cut a lot out because it was just one scene and then it cut to another scene and it felt like there should have been more explanation in there for it. Like... There's a scene where Batman breaks into LexCorp and steals kryptonite, but you don't see any of that. You see Lex Luthor getting a phone call and he goes in there and someone's broken in and the kryptonite's gone. And you think, well, that could have kind of been a cool scene, watching him trying to get past all the security and doing all that kind of stuff. But no, 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 that would be a waste of time. So they didn't show that, but they did show him at a... They did show Batman as Bruce Wayne at a cocktail party, walking down some stairs, through a door, attaching a little thing onto a wire so Alfred in the Batcave could download all the information from the computer, show him get interrupted by somebody, go, oh, sorry, I thought this was the toilet, which clearly he's in a fucking mainframe. What, he was, just, he was just taking a yeah. dump on the stairs? Yeah, and then they showed him walk all the way back up to the cocktail party hang around there for a couple of minutes, and then they showed him walking all the way back down to pick up his little computer thing again. I was like, right, so you showed that, 
ad fucking nauseum, like it was a documentary on how to clip on a bit of shit to wire. And then walk up and down But then some really cool, what could have been a really cool action sequence. Um, no, cut that one out. Yeah, we don't... Pff, audience don't want to see that. That's just fucking boring. So, uh, yeah, and so then... So, are, are, are the critics right? It, the critics, are the critics right in saying that it's just absolute turd? Uh, was yeah, it, it just ben, it, yeah. Did you, did it, it you just, download? Look, code? it had some bits. It had some moments in it, but it just wasn't overall. It just wasn't good. It just didn't work for me. And then, spoiler alert! Fast forward here for the next minute if you haven't seen it already. But then at the end, Superman gets killed, right? And you just don't give a fuck because he's only been around for one film previous to this. And then in this film, he's only in it... Well, he's sharing the screen with Batman, Alfred, Wonder Woman. So he's only... And fucking Lois Lane. So he's only in this film up to that point for ah, 15, 20 minutes. Mm. And then he gets killed and you're just like, oh, no, Superman. Mate, you're not, you're not fucking emotionally invested in the character enough. You just go, oh, he's dead. Oh, okay. I find, I find give a, a fuck much. Give a fuck much. Like, yeah. they just... Ki- like, this is a film... If you're going to kill him off, you kill him off in the fourth film or something when the audience actually care. Because up until this point, he'd been a moody fucking like a prick. Like, don't gives it. You know, I don't know. It just it's just typical DC blowing their load far too early. They did it with um, Green Lantern, where they brought in in the first film they brought in Green Lantern's biggest enemy, biggest enemy in the, in, in comics. Right, they brought him in, and they brought him in the. But f- by the way, Ben, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah, but they brought Just, him in no, the no, first no, no. film. So, so instead all, of making so all... an actual creature, they turned it into a cloud. But it's just like, well, where have you got to go? You've already brought in like his ultimate enemy. It's just fucking stupid. Just for, for, yeah. for all our listeners, like all four of them that are still listening. Yeah, yeah. Ben is a fucking nerd, and but he, he loves his thing. comics. Superman's yeah, been he's around a fucking for like, comic nerd. Superman's been around for eighty years, right? Yeah. He's got eighty years. Mm. Of enemies to draw mm. upon. Mm. You've got Metallo, you've got Brainiac, you've got Lex, who's always mm. in these fucking films. Oh, yeah. Who was terrible in this film, by the way. Mm. You've got all these... Mm. You, nerdy, nerdy Yeah, you've got all these enemies. enemies. But hang on, you've got all these enemies to bring in, right? Yeah. But no, no, you're going to ignore that, and you're going to go to the guy who they brought in at the very end who finally, finally managed to kill Superman. So the biggest of them all. And they brought him in the second fucking film. Who's that? Doomsday. And they brought him in the second film. Where do you go from there? Because I, I don't know. Ben, comic I'm, law, I'm he's not the only fu- one who could ben, ever kill ben, Superman. I don't know because I'm not a fucking comic nerd. I actually have a life. Yeah. So you've never watched. You've never watched. Uh, you've never seen any of the Avengers, any of the Captain no. America films. Never. No. You haven't seen any of those films. No. None of them. I think I saw. Well, I saw the Superman that I worked on. Right. I saw. I, I actually I saw the Batman trilogy, the Christian mm. Bale Batman trilogy, because okay. I really liked. Right. I, I very okay. much. So liked you're that. worse than a nerd. You're a fucking hypocrite. Why? Because you're just giving me shit for being a nerd and watching and superhero. You'll films. watch any but then, fucking but then piece you, of shit that has you, a comic. But then you've gone and watched them as well. So you're a hypocrite. No, I have watched the three that are actually like critically acclaimed. And have you? Oh, so you just go off. You just go off what the reviews say. Is that, oh, no, no, but you're, yeah, you're a big corporation. You, you just go off on what anyone tells you is good or bad. See, I no, like to make, I like to watch things and make up my own mind. But that's oh, all right, mate. If you're a slave, be if a you're very... a slave to reviews, if you're a slave to reviews, then hey, that's really important. And and you know what, you'll go through life with and on a really interesting, well worn, well worn path, 
But you know, at least you won't have any ups and downs. You'll just you'll know exactly what's coming <laughs> You're along. You've, such a cunt, so, no, that's yeah. all right. That's that's great. That's <laughs> yeah, you you read the reviews and then you base your life on what some stranger who you've never met before thinks of it. Yeah. No, anyway. I mean, if so, if someone is uh, a film reviewer and they say Cyrus, this is I, I, honestly, it's not the way I live my life, but I'm almost jealous. I wish I could live my life like that because my life's a roller coaster. I have ups and downs. Sometimes I discover things that, oh wow, this was actually good, and ah, oh, this wasn't good. You just like, oh, let me just read this. Oh no, I won't see that. I won't. Yeah, you know, you get out the fashion catalogs. What will I wear this summer? <laughs> What's 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 um, men's health magazine telling me I should wear this this year? So how many how many crunches should I do to really maximise mm. my abs? Yeah, how do I get? What a, would Ziz do? How do I get do? a how do I get a bod like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's get away from the the, the hate. Now, man. What, not, let's now, talk about the love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. What else have I done? Oh, I'm, still, I'm still going. I haven't oh, finished okay. my work yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, start packing. That was fun. Mm. We move in two weeks, mm-hmm. so I start packing. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a fine art these days when you've got a family of what you can start packing, what you can mm. put away two weeks in advance, yeah. and everything's a massive negotiation now with the kids. You know what I mean? You start packing books, and then suddenly that a book that they haven't read in probably five years is now a major stress that they won't be able to read it for the next do you, two weeks. Do you do like a reverse pack in that what you do is like you pack <laughs> I pack everything. No, no, no. But in you pack like just say, just say you were going on holidays for a week. Mm. You pack that mm. and you put that aside and then you just and then you just uh, and then you just no. pack everything else. No, I, I start no. with books. I always start with books. Yeah. Then I'll move to my DVDs. Then I move to CDs because they're the easiest. They pack nicely. It's easy, and and it breaks the mold. Hang on a sec. It pops so a cherry. It pops, a, it pops a cherry. You, you know that. You know that today, Tanner just walked out on the deck and just went, "Cyrus, can I just can I just give all your DVDs to Vinny's?" And I just went, uh, "Yeah." End end of conversation. All yeah. my de- all my DVDs. Yeah. Now officially. Yeah. In a Vinny's bin down in DY. Right. Yep. Wow. That story is almost as good as your Tongan and Matt getting arrested. No, he didn't get it arrested. It starts, but then there's no actual ending No, he didn't it. get arrested. They just oh, turned well, up whatever. just to move him two doors down. <laughs> whatever. So what's the point of that? What's what's the point of well, that story? The, the, the fact that you have DVDs and CDs yeah. that you like, they're the first thing you move in a thing? In well, a no, move. it's because the things I don't really... I don't... book Books... is something I don't need in the next couple of weeks, and my DVDs I don't really watch anymore, so I know I'm not going to need them. And they pack nicely. So it's oh, good. they pack lovely. It's a good, yeah. it's a good cherry popper. You know what I'll I mean? I'll give you a fucking good cherry popper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really Hugh nice. Jackman. Mm. Um, so anyway, so I've been getting on to that. That's that's uh, yeah. And then uh, and that's about it. The other thing that I've been noticing is that um, uh, our listeners are down this season. Ooh. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about obviously. This. Obviously, Killer's taken some with him. Mm. He's obviously called all his what? mates and said, "Stop listening because I'm leaving." So, what, what are the numbers looking at? Uh, we, we got probably like about down. Three, were, were we at about three hundred a week? Oh uh, like no, regular? No, we we popped three hundred a couple times. Right, but I would say regular, as in quickly downloading, we we're probably getting to about the two hundred, mm. like within a week, mm-hmm. and then we'd trickle for another. 50 over the next little so about 250 right and we're probably down by about 
Oh, probably down by about 100, 120. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah. we're like down in the early hundreds. I can't, yeah. So I think Killer's obviously taken a few people with him. He's been spreading malicious gossip about us. And I can't, maybe the Christmas special turned a few people. <laughs> They're going, oh my God, this pod's going in a direction that I don't want to travel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Can um, we just take it down? Can we just <laughs> leave it up there? It's great. Yeah. It's so bad. But I think, you know, fuck it. It's I like to think that's a filter. <laughs> if you don't get the fact that we it was meant to be bad, then you shouldn't be fucking listening anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a bit down. I just, I don't, um, I don't know. And and I think we're both on the same page is that I'm quite happy if only... Seven. Oh, yeah, I'm happy. Like, seven. We do we do joke that it's magnificent seven, but really it's a few more than that. But um, but it is definitely small hmm. compared to like I'm sure other rugby league podcasts. I'm sure they get thousands and thousands of people. Do they really? You know, probably. Like so, the Cronulla. What are, what are they called? The well, probably yeah. They the mighty. Ducks yeah, but, or but no. But I just mean I mean ones that talk about all rugby league teams because you've got to figure. We only get manly people listening to this podcast, right? So say you get 200 manly people. Now, if mm. we then talk about St. George, we get 200 St. George. So you know what I mean? You've got mm. like 16 mm. teams. Mm. If each team has like 200 fans who download the podcast, then that's mm. something you've got, you mm. know, what, 3,000 plus listeners. So it's something around that. But but that's fine. I'm, I'm happy with just the, you know, I'm Maybe happy. I, seven, yeah, yeah, as long as, you know, we're, we're going for quality, not quantity. But... Yep. I can't help but feel that we just we haven't put a decent enough effort in to get the word out that most people don't even know about the podcast. Now, if people knew about it, listen, went, oh fuck, no, nah, not for me, then that's fine. <laughs> like I'm sure this isn't for most people, but um, it's just it's just somehow giving people the choice, basically. Uh, of well, like in, uh, so, in, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do we ben, put it? Do we put an ad in the Manly Daily? Yeah, but Ben, in saying that, should yeah. we should we maybe start talking about rugby league? Because I, 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 I'm all, I feel like I'm always the guy that goes, "This is a rugby league podcast." Yeah, we need to start talking about rugby league. But we've only been talking for twenty minutes. Oh, I know, only twenty minutes. <laughs> Some podcasts are only eighteen minutes long. In it, like that's including sponsors and all that stuff. Ben, you know. Well, before like... we get on to before we get on to um, before we get on to the rugby league, though, yep. uh, just wanted to uh, Nathan noodles. got back to me. Or yeah. Noodles, yeah, noodles. <laughs> as, as he's now calling around the hood. Yeah, here comes Noodles. That's his gang name now. Yeah. Um, so he was just wondering, like you said, that you're into um, American Horror Story. Yes, and he wasn't into it, and mm. then you got you were calling him, you know, noodles, and you know he doesn't mm. know the fuck he's mm. talking about. He mustn't be a horror fan, mm. right? Um, what have you watched, and do you like? He asked me to ask you. Yes, have you watched and do you like Penny Dreadful? I don't know Penny Dreadful. Oh, I think it's called yeah Penny Dreadful. Right. Have, have you watched it? Do you I, I like it? No, no, no. I'll, I'll check it out. Penny Dreadful, is it a series or a film? Or okay, a so Nathan series? has said, if he says Penny Dreadful is shit or hasn't heard of it, then it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> so, uh, ask him if he likes the August Underground. Uh, the two, two, well, August no, you can ask him right now. Noodles, do you, like the, do you like the August Underground? Because if we're getting into like actual proper horror, 
Like, let's not skirt around, like, B-grade kind of, like, films that have kind of come in and not made much of a, of, of, of a splash, mm. so to speak. Mm. Let's talk about things that are actually, like, right up there. Mm. The August Underground. I've never heard that? of it. Yeah, well, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so, so let me put you on the spot, mm. uh, just for noodles, just so he knows where you're coming from. Yep. Top, give me top five, top five horror films. Your top five. Hang on a second. This, uh, no, I, I feel like I'm... No, no, but I, I, I can't do it properly, but I'd say that... Um, well, why, just say properly. You're not going to get... You're not going to get zapped if you get it wrong. There okay. is no wrong. Okay. It's just, okay. with, with no water, top five horror films. Yep. Um, I'm going to put one in there that's going to be controversial, which is... Uh, what's that one with Jim Carrey? Um, the Mask. No, 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 no. Uh... With Jim Carrey, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's actually quite. It, it's, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. No, 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 no. That no, was no. scary. What's it called was Cable Guy. Cable Guy. Okay, that's number five. That's number not really a four? horror film. I th- I think that has horror themes that true horror aficionados would enjoy. Yeah, yeah, but there's, there's themes, and I think I think that you can't call just a straight up bloodlust film a horror film mm. unless you're actually talking about what it's bringing out in the viewer mm-hmm. and what what cable guy brings out in the viewer i think is horror i'm just calling that number five but see i would call that that's as much of a horror film as like um austin powers is a spy film like yeah it's got the same beats and it's got the same themes but it's actually a piss take whereas cable guy is actually sort of taking the piss out of stalker films Horror slash horror. Films. Yeah, but I thought that. It, but I, I wouldn't thought... actually classify it as that. I mean, it's taking. It's just like you wouldn't call um, the life of Brian a great um, religious, religious story. Epic. Like you know, you wouldn't put it up there with Ben Hur. If I said name best religious epic films, you wouldn't say well, <laughs> Ben Hur, Life of Brian, fucking no, the Ten but Commandments. I, but hang on a sec, Noodle, Noodles asked me, and I'm going on. <laughs> yeah, okay, the sorry, I won't argue. Yep, off you go. But off you go, Cable like, Guy. Noodles, I'll give you number five is <laughs> Cable, Cable Guy, because that's where I'm right. coming from. It's got to really like, the reason why I say that is because it, it has like themes that are like, they're good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I love sore. Oh, and, and Noodles has nicknamed you Miley. Yeah, whatever. That's not that's not original. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, sore three, I think, is the best of that genre. The, okay, I haven't uh, the, seen the, that the, one. Oh, it's particularly. I saw horrific. one, but yeah, uh, one, one was good, but three absolutely peaked right. in, in terms of horror. Okay. Um, I liked Human Centipede two. Right. In 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 terms of horror, yeah. like just for like. You're just shaking your head watching it, mm. going, "Oh, fuck, mm. that is just gross." Like, yeah. Ugh. Uh, I did like um, original George Romero Dawn of the Dead. Right. That was. Was that the black and white one? No, no, that's that's Night of the Dead. Right. The the, the yeah, and that was the one that's been redone twice now. Yeah. Yeah. The Dawn of the Dead is that the, that's the one where they're in the mall. In the mall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just kind of liked that for the, the 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 general build up of it and the the fact that they kind of just went. I, I liked where it went. Yeah. And Fifth. I didn't mind original Hellraiser. Oh. God. I thought that was. Oh, I found that so boring. Yeah. Oh, I'm an HP kind of guy though. It's kind of like. Oh. And then the last five minutes, they finally turn up. Pinhead turns up. Anyway, yep. 
I thought I, th- I thought that was that had a good horror kind of thing to it. But we're not. This, this is no, f- no, no, no. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought Nightmare uh, on Elm Street. The, just the idea behind it that this thing comes and kills you and you're like, because there's there's nothing worse than like having a bad dream, right? But this is a bad dream where, but in a dream at least it's kind of like, well, it was just a dream. But this is like, oh my god, this is terrible. You're not in control. It's a dream. So the usual laws of life don't apply. And yet, and but it still then carries on into the real world. I, like, I just like the idea behind that. I oh. thought, out of all, that's probably the only horror film where I go, oh, that's kind of clever. The rest are just like, oh, he's come back from the dead. Uh. Mate, maybe <laughs> maybe I haven't given it that much appreciation because I, you, while you say that, I'm listening to you describe and I kind of go, uh, yeah, I think I just kind of watched that when I was young and mm. wasn't particularly, like, it, it wasn't gruesome. Like, yeah. a lot of the horrors that I. Like really noted in my in my. You didn't like it when of... Freddy's head comes out of the TV like a snake and eats the girl, just slowly, <laughs> slowly. You know, a snake just slowly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't like that. Yeah. No. Peristalsis, I believe yeah. it's called. <laughs> Is um, it? Yeah. yeah, no, it it just never it, it never really like kind of was like. A, 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 uh, yeah, it, it no, it was it wasn't my my Okay. Not really on set. But, but then the really other one that you talked about didn't make the top five. Which August one? nights or something. Telegadega oh, nights. No, the August underground. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, heavy. That's it's fucked up. Is it? That's yeah. Sounds that's like, like a Russian film. Is it Russian? Yeah, it's it's uh, shot as real life, and right. it's like kind right, of like Blair Witch Project. Yeah, but like people kidnapping people, and they kind of like they've got like someone captive in their basement, and they like mm. torture them for a bit, rape them. Mm cut their hands off and it's all, it's all like you know it's that kind of almost dogma but like it's actually shot real and mm. it's it's do you like wolf hmm. creek no no i, I, I thought i i i thought that the idea was good mm. the execution was poor mm. so it, it kind of like it should have been better than it was mm. and, and i thought that when you when you set up to kind of like, oh, this is like, oh, it's not like a horror film. This is like actually watching people in real life going through mm-hmm. that. And then they do horror cliches in it, like, mm. oh, don't go down to like the, the basement. Well, that was the bad life. one where she walks in to, and there's like, th- that's one thing, that, that's when it lost me. Yeah. When there's like, they walk into the garage and there's like 30 yeah. cars. Yeah. Yeah. And she just jumps in a car at random. Yeah. And he just happened to be in the back seat and jumps up. Yeah. This is kind of like, what are the odds? One in 30. <laughs> yeah. And what was he doing before that? I reckon she's going to come in here and jump in the car. Which one should I get? In? I don't know. I'll just jump in the back seat of this one. Yeah, I hope she yeah, gets yeah. in the front. Yeah. I felt that it, it promised so much. Yeah. Yet it, it, it didn't quite deliver. Yeah. But we're not, we're, we're not a film. Mm. Ben, we've got to do this other TV. We've got to do this other podcast. All right. So let's go. Uh, all right. That's, that's it. Let's get into the footy. News. Tapao plays down enforcer role. Uh, Martin Tapao has built a reputation as one of the great enforcers in rugby league. Uh, the enforcer tag always comes along, but I have no idea where it comes from. Well, it could be the fact that you fucking knock people's heads off. <laughs> Might come from that. I don't know. Uh, I just go in and do my job, 
says Mr. T'Pau. Um, so, yeah, basically goes on about how uh, he doesn't believe it. I've got, I've, got, I've got to back him up in a certain way. He doesn't overly play his hand. Like no, I don't, he, I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he does either. Yeah, yeah, he just he's he's always on the other side of. Yeah, he's on the receiving end of a pass, and he runs fucking hard, and he hits guys yeah. hard. Uh, he's you, you've got to find the balance between being the aggressive, dominant person and being the calm player that you need to be on the field in tough situations. Mm. The 26 year old said. I think I've managed that really well in the last few years. I've learned to understand when it's needed and how to manage it. Doing something like that incident with Jack Bird, people come out and say he's a grub, he's an enforcer, it's too much. Um, but then when we go back to the Sam Burgess incident and I try to be the enforcer to spark something, people praise it. It is a fine line and you've got to be careful. I don't know what he's talking about. What do you mean? The Jack Bird and the Sam Burgess incident. I don't, I don't know. Well, Jack Bird, he got a week for for coming in and smacking him in the head. What game was that? Well, obviously... Cronulla. Cronulla. But you know how he got a week on the sideline? Oh, was that Bird? Did he... Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't even know it was Bird. Right, yeah. yeah. That was Jack Bird, though. Oh, that's right. You're yeah, thinking yeah, of okay. Greg Bird. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. plays for the Titans, who we haven't played yet this season. Yep. Mm, we're kindling a bit of early season form there, Cyrus. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And basically, and then the Sam Burgess incident was when he fucking nailed Sam Burgess a couple of times when we played South. So he was that was good, was it? Yeah, but that's what he's saying. He said people when he hits Sam Burgess really hard, they go, "Oh, that's really good." And then when he hits Jack Berg really hard, they go, "Oh, that's not very good." Oh yeah. So that's what he means yeah, by it's a fine yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. Travoyevich not getting caught up in origin hype. So. We're six games in, and I think it started almost two rounds ago. Everyone started talking about Origin. I'm not going to... I don't want to talk about it. The end. Lion will decide his NRL future, says Barrett. Uh, Manly coach Trent Barrett admits off-contract skipper Jamie Lyon deserves to bow out on his terms and take all the time he needs to decide whether to play on Next NRL season. Um, they're not saying he's done. They're saying that uh, he's off contract at the end of this year. Um, and, you know, basically saying it's up to him whether he wants to come back or not. And I guess then it comes back to how much money we can afford to pay him and how much money we're willing to pay him. Um, Here's a question, Ben. Yeah. If you're a highly, highly paid player mm. that you have your like your like your your peak performance mm. before you actually finish mm. do you peak and then start accepting lesser contracts or do you get to like a I'm worth this much a year mm. And no one shall pay me less than that. <laughs> yeah. Or do you just kind of go like, all right, cool, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. In 2015, like, that was, like, my peak, like, yep. kind of, you know, yep. contracting season. Yep. I'll do another two years for you and I'll do it, like, for 70% yep. of, like, that contract. Yep. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an old player and all yep. that, but I'm not, like... Mm. Is is that how contracting works? Like, is, does, think, does that happen? In, yeah, I think like, some... NBA and I stuff think, like yeah, that? yeah, absolutely. I think... Um, the difference with the you bring up the NBA. The difference with the NBA, if you're re-signing a player, mm. 
they are exempt from the salary cap. I'm not talking about salary cap. I'm talking just about how much money a club oh, has. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal would definitely not have got at the end of his career what he was getting in the middle of his career, for sure. So, yeah, that, that's taken into account that you're not as well, good so as they you do. used so, to be. So, it's not like... So, 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 players do understand that they have their peak yeah. and they're still valuable, yeah. but they're not worth what they were at their peak. Absolutely. Well, I, oh, okay. I think most reasonable... I mean, you can't talk for everyone, but you've got to imagine most reasonable people would understand that concept. Okay. But here's, I... here's where I think it gets tricky. Yeah. Right? Let's just give players a rating out of out of ten. Yep. All right. So let's say Jamie Lyon, he kicks. You know, he, Ooh, geez, he, he's on the boot. This he's year. on the boot this year, which is great. So he he's a kick. So you know that's points in his corner. Mm-hmm. You know he 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 at the start of the season he's been good the last three games, but at the start of the season he kind of went missing and he. Yeah. He does kind of do that, but then you know most you know some centers do that. You know if they can't. The, the, if it doesn't go his side. Just, he doesn't he's go just a center. Yeah. when he's just a center. Yeah. So let's say a, a player rating out of ten, right? Yeah. Let's say Jamie Lyons a seven. You know yeah. he used to be a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say he's yeah. a seven yeah, yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. which is still a bit above average. Average yeah. being five. Yeah. Now he might then there might be some young whippersnapper like Dylan Walker. Mm. Now. He might be a six out of ten, right? As a center, yeah, so, sure. As a center, I'm just, I'm just doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be yeah. Dylan Walker, yeah, whoever okay. the fuck. Someone, someone that's snapping at his heels. Yeah, let's yeah. say Jake, uh, Tom Travoyevich or something, right? Mm-hmm. So or whoever, yeah. you know, Dylan Walker. He might be a six out of ten, so not as good as Jamie Lyon. But the difference is, he's young and on his way up. Mm. So he might be on. Say Jamie Lyon gets three hundred thousand a year. The young guy might be on five hundred thousand a year, and that's when I think some noses might be put out of joint by going. I understand that I've gone downhill, but I'm still better than that fucking guy, and you're paying him five hundred thousand, and you're going to pay me less than him, even though I'm clearly better. But the difference is, of course, the other guy's on the way up, so you got to pay him to secure him and keep him on the team, oh, while the other guy's going yeah. down, and you don't have to secure him because you figure, well, if he fucking leaves, it doesn't matter because he's only going to get worse next season. And like shot, really just like, like yeah, just like even though it's awful, it's still like just like chalk, just like Glenn Stewart, you know, mm, yeah, and yeah. you know, there's yeah. an outcry, and we don't like it, and I still think we should have collected Glenn Stewart, but regardless, I, mm. I get, I get it. Yeah. Yep. Um, Shouldn't have kept shocked. That was a good move. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll talk to that in the next headline. But I think that's when that's when there could be issues. Right. If some guy used to be a 10 out of 10 and now he's a 7 out of 10 and he's comparing him to himself to a 10 out of 10 player, I don't think there's any issues there and I don't think there'd be anything with players. I think they're realistic enough to know, yeah, I'm not as good as that guy. That's fine. You know, I used to mm. be, but I'm not anymore. I think that's fine. Okay. But I think it's when people are throwing money on what they're going to be in the future, not what they are yep. right now. And I yep. think smart players would still get it, but I can imagine yep. egos could get thrown out. I don't imagine I don't imagine Jamie Lyon has a massive ego. He doesn't. He, seem like he, he, he would compared to the average person, because he's a fucking sports star and they all do, let's be honest. But compared to other rugby league players, I don't imagine he's there going, you know, show me the money, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I think I think Jamie Lyon comes across as one of one of the humblest blokes in rugby league. Yeah, I like. So, would you, Cyrus? Would you call him a salt of the earth? He's salt of the earth. Yeah, just yeah. a good country folk. He he really. Every time I see a post match interview, I just think, oh, man, if everyone had a captain like him, yeah, 
they their team would be in in better stead. Yeah, stop playing footsies, Ben. That's <laughs> your feet all the way over there. Yeah. Um, just relaxing and enjoying. Yeah. Myself. So anyway, so what what are your thoughts on Jamie Lyon? Whether he should be, you know, should we make a sh- should he be given? Look, I, or do you bring in a do you bring in a new fucking young, fast? Look, center? I I I, th- I think that injuries mm. and a season like we had last year. Yeah, I think that we need another season or a year like that mm. to really mix it up to kind of actually see what people are worth. And look, Jamie Lyon is you want him on the field. Mm. Like if if he's available, you mm. want him there. Yeah. But when we were talking last week about like kind of well, Appy's good and like when mm. you know when kind of Cherry DCE comes back mm. and mm. you don't want to like kind of suddenly kick Appy back to reserves when he's mm. playing so well and all that and then mm. so who goes Matter and then Matter had an absolute he's had two blinder games yeah. in a row and yep. it's kind of like well and I, and you know, so you start like saying so who goes yeah, who, yeah, who yeah, gets yeah, pushed yeah. who gets pushed yeah, yeah. and you go like well look. I'm certainly not off. I'm certainly not off Jamie Lyon. I mean, he's no. put the boot in. Like, I mean, he's scored yeah. us 14 points last game, mm. and he's scored us. I think he's. I think he's had 100 percent for three games. He's, like he he's hasn't kicking. Missed, he hasn't he's missed kicking kick. really. He's so, kicking really well, and he's not. He's playing center well. He's just. He's yeah, but compared you know, to what he used to be like, he's obviously yeah, he's gone not, down. He's not but, setting the world on fire. Yeah, but so, I'm. I'm not desperate to kick him out or mm. anything but you know like that's that's what I think where injuries and, and things like that like that's where injuries actually become important in a team mm. where people get to like step up and, and have a like take take yeah. take kind of roles that they usually wouldn't yeah. and which I think is why depth only... is so important huh but, and what, which is why depth, depth. Yeah, is yeah, so yeah, important exactly. yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah and I think that last year was our depth year like we'll call 2015 the year that Manly kind of worked out how deep their depth is, which wasn't that deep. Uh no, I think we. Sh- I mean, we. I think we kind of showed that there were people that kind of. Oh mate, when came... you're starting forward is Luke Burgess, you don't have a lot of depth. Let's be honest. No, no, no. Sorry, what I sorry, what I meant was not that we had depth. Yeah, but that like it was a it was a year of showing your depth. Mm. Yes. And like who like yeah. Now who are they? and that's where Tom Dravojevic came from. Mm. Tom Dravojevic came cuz Gunthinson and fucking Chase um, Blair and Chase Blair all went down so he was he yeah. was third in line. Yeah. And he's now starting. Yeah. Uh, and Braden Willie Army was already on there. So he yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. fourth in fourth. line. But Jake Dravojevic was a yeah. was a was a was a reserve reserve, you know, and he mm. kind of came up because it was like, "Oh, yeah, we'll get this guy from like, you know, the 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 ranks." Mm. And so it like 2015 was like a year that our depth was shown like Positive or negative. Yeah. In 2016, mm. we've patched the gaps, and now like fuck, we're like we're now talking about which of our star players mm. would you get rid of mm. to open up a spot for another now star player. Yeah, yeah. And so we're in a fucking we're in a good spot. Yeah, we are in a good spot. Great spot. I wonder with Jamie Lyon though, and I know he doesn't want to play it, and maybe I completely. Maybe my football knowledge when it comes to five eighths isn't very good. Maybe maybe I am completely incorrect in how a five eighth plays in the modern game. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking back to the Cliffy Lion days. Mm. You know what I mean? And I could be. Mm. I tend to dream back to those days because I was in my prime. 
long-haired yes, golden honest. Adonis that I was back then. <laughs> to the listener, Ben doesn't have a lot of hair anymore. <laughs> hey, those in glass houses, mate. Uh, yeah, still yeah. got some. Yeah, you and Homer Simpson still got some holding mm. on to the dregs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm wondering if he would have more longevity in the game if he did switch over to 5.8s. Sure. Because 5.8, you're not trying to beat your man. You know what I mean? Like, Senna, yeah, you're trying yeah. to get on the outside of your man and come around. And, draw and in muscle. The, and, yeah, muscle. And, draw, and draw in your, draw in the winger so then you can get the ball to your winger and he's yeah. fucking off. So, uh, which Jamie just doesn't seem to have the speed for quite anymore. Um, Jeez, although, hang on a sec, talking about Jamie's speed... Jeez, he put on a fucking good performance with speed this last week. Yeah, I I, I, I just don't see him beating. Zippy. He used to beat his man. Like, you go back two years ago, he would regularly beat his man. And not not always with speed, but, you know, a little mm. know-how. But I just don't yeah. feel, I just don't see it. He, I, he I'm not saying get rid of him. Of I'm, just, I'm just throwing yeah. it into the mix yeah. that whether 5 eighth, I mean, you know, I just wonder whether his longevity in yeah. the game... Yeah. Whether whether it would be in whether you'd get another season, possibly two seasons, if he did go to five eighths. But I don't know. You're tackling a lot more fucking forwards. Mm. You know, you're in the middle of the ground. You're tackling the big fucking boppers a bit more so. You know than you would at centre. But I I don't know. Jamie's a big boy. I I see him being able oh, to take good him. Tech, you know? Like, but are you, are, you, are we kind of now? Are we now kind of like talking about him as he's got like like one season left after this? Well, no, that's just the headline. It's just basically they're saying what's going to happen, you know, and Trent's saying, well, which is you, you, you can't listen to anything that the coaches say, like, you know, and I understand. I mean, he's honestly not going to come out and go, oh, no, no, this is Jamie's last year. We won't be resigning. <laughs> like, he's not going to fucking say that, is he? <laughs> what's he going to do? He's yeah. going gonna to come out and say the usual shit. It's up to him and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but so, so what, you've got to remember, the, even Beaver, the table, ben? Even the Beaver wanted to... Go on for another season. Yeah, he but, said, "I but, want another season." Amanda said, "Nah, you're done." Yeah, but what but what what the headline is in between the lines is mm. basically that what Jamie Lyons up at the end of this season, yeah. and and it's kind of he's up. Yeah, jeez, I hate to, I just hit the back of him. Who's going to kick? Um, he's going he's yeah. to do the post-match interviews. So. Basically, um, basically so Brett, Bar- uh, Barrett said, if Killer's playing well, the desire's still there to keep playing and we can fit and work it all around and there'd be no reason why we couldn't keep going. Right. It's something we'll just have to monitor over the next couple of months. We have a pretty honest relationship uh, and we'll just cross that bridge and tick it off each week. So I think he deserves all the time he needs to work out whether he wants to go again and we'll be pretty honest with each other in how we go about it. The cat's on the roof, basically. Yeah. So they're talking about if this isn't his last season, next season will most likely be his last season. But what they're really saying is you're kicking really well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hang around, keep kicking, and we'll back you up. And, And let's be honest, they need to be looking at a centre for next. They need to. They need to get a cent, a new centre in next season, yeah. because Jamie Lyon and Matai, regardless of how well they're playing, they're both coming to the end of their yeah. career. And that's so. What you need a good thing. Yeah, this you, is what we're talking about. You need somebody in there 
Because you don't want to lose, you don't want to be like we had with our fucking halves, yeah. where we lose them both at the same time, yeah. both centers at the same time, and you suddenly got to bring in two brand new centers because you're not going to find two yeah. good centers on the market. So, at the end of the day, if they're smart and you know, Manly, I think are smart, they're gonna sign, yeah, a gun center, yeah, next season for the imminent retirement yeah. Yeah. of both our. Great yeah, um, and loyal centres that we've had, but let's be honest, both of them have got maybe another season yeah, in them. Yeah. Two, yeah. most not yeah, likely. Yeah. So oh, I don't see. You need to get yeah. You you need to start signing somebody in, and then the next season you're going to sign another one. Just, you know? Well, I tell you what, we we might have had a, a a really happy accident then. With what? Well, how he signed Appy and Dylan Walker. So Dylan Walker think, came in as five eight. You, what you think? You throw Dylan back to centre. Okay. Mate, can you? Yeah. All right. Well, and Arpy goes five eight. All I'm going to say is Arpy's kicking game. Yeah, he's yeah. Mate, that was yeah deadly. Like, and best. you know what? It's all kind of worked out in a happy way. Like, I like in an I happy, really in an happy way in a really happy way. Happy, <laughs> um, um, because you know my mate Parcel. You know, um, I was gunning for him to get the hooker role right from the get-go and I was always a bit like, ah, oh, he's going to have to share it with Appy, that sort of shit. And it's kind of worked out well. DCE getting injured, Appy's been able to come on and now he's kind of shown he can play in the halves and play in the halves quite well. And you kind of think... Quite well? And he, un, quite unlike well? DCE, unlike DCE this season, he runs forward. Appy runs at the line. And his short game, his short kicking game yeah. has gotten through every single fucking shin. Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen that that yeah. I know this is another section of the podcast but yeah. I haven't seen that that punk, punk what's, what's it called like penetration. Like penetration. Yeah, it's been a while since you've had any penetration so I, I can see why you struggled. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that penetration like for for a while. Yeah. And in one game. Like so Appy in his post-match interview last week, when he got man mm. of the match, mm. like he kind of it kind of came up and went, "Oh yeah, I've got to really like work on my kicking game." Mm. In one week, mm. that's his kicking game. Yeah, well, Jesus. It, well, it's amazing what happens when you don't have a five-day. Not to go on about it, but not have a five-day turnaround where you can actually no, train. No, but no, no, but, no, no, but, he, but he's actually what happens when yeah. someone says. I've got to work on my kicking game. Yeah. And they obviously have a week or nine or five, whatever the fucking days. days. Yeah. But it's in like a, a player has the reason mm. and also the fucking the, the, the want mm. to improve on a part of the game, like kicking. And that, yeah. that's something that actually kicking is something that you just get a ball in your hand and like kick, yeah. kick, 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 yeah. kick. Yeah. In a week, mm. he's kicking like Cooper Cronk. Like fucking Daily Cherry Evans, like yeah. Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, he's he's busting lines like that short penetration game. Yeah, that that was the best short penetration game I've seen almost this season. Yeah, every single kick. We're no, getting ahead though. I know, I know. Let's let's yeah. go back to news. Parramatta Eels forward Anthony Watmo forced into premature retirement. Uh... So these were kicking around. These same headlines were kicking around. Can I grab a? Can I get, grab a cheeky four X goal? So these these uh, headlines were kicking around. I think it was like six weeks ago. Um, they're there again. Basically, we haven't seen hide nor hair of Watmo, and he's not even sitting on the bench anymore. He doesn't even turn up to the games. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's. 
I think he's one and done. <laughs> old poor old Chalk. Um, it? it is. It is sad. And and for all, and for for how much I was, yeah, pissed off with him last season. I'd still like to see him on the paddock. Yeah, but you still want to see Chalk uh, doing his run. That's, like it's. Yeah, not not as a personal thing, but like mm. as a character of the game. Mm. Like I'd love to see Chalk playing for power. Like if we're playing power, I'd love to see Chalk. Yeah, out there. I'd love mm. to see like to power mm. like fucking break him in half. Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to like. This is kind of what I was coming like that. That what I was saying about like kind of you know career ending injuries or season mm. ending ending injuries. Like yep. yes, you don't necessarily like you don't get gut wrenched if it's like one of your team's players, mm. but you do kind of like, ah, mm. oh, I like seeing that guy on the field. And so, chalk out, mm. like, oh, that's it, chalk, yeah. done. Yeah. Chalk. Oh. I hear what you're saying. And I and I agree with you. Mm. Um, I hadn't really thought of that until you just said it, though, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. It's good to see, man. Um, I mean, you know. But I, I would say it's more, I, I, I just find it sad because, look, you know, players come and go and Players get injured and everyone's got a shelf life. Like, I get it. Um, that's a bit early, isn't it? Oh, we're fucking no, banging on. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just think that um, it's just a shame that he's sort of spoiled the memories now of Manly. And I even watch old Manly games and I see him running around. And it, it, just, it just, I just don't like it. I just see him and all I can think of the whole time is like what he came out in the media and said last year and it's just kind of like, it's just tainted it and it's such a shame because he's, he's, and you know, he's just fucked up in such a major way because he never made an impact in para that they will now embrace him in retirement and And throw him sponsorship and talking deals and, oh, come and, you know, come and do this so he's got his life after retirement. And he's come out and he's bagged Manly so bad that I can't imagine a lot of businesses wanting him to be part of them. And you know what I mean? Like Beaver. Oh, like Beaver, Beaver Manly. makes he's, he's millions Manly. of dollars playing golf with yeah. business people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all he yeah. does all day is just play, play golf. Um, and he gets spont- – you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got so many sponsorships and all they want to do is hang out with him. And I just can't – and it's, it's a shame. It's a, hey, it's ben, a shame. Can I just ask a question? Up. This might be a dumb question. We've never really talked about it. Managers. Mm-hmm. Managers. Surely a player manager should manage their player better than that. Like, let's not just okay. place all the blame on Chalk. Well, no, I will blame it. Well, no, 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 sorry. So not, he no, came so out and said it. No, no I know that. No one but put like, a gun to his head. But players have player managers. Yeah. And I think, I think that we're, we're, we're kind of... We're, well, we're, that's we're more... We're cutting talking, out a whole section of the game. You're talking about media managers. Yes. And but, what I'm, but we're talking about now, like, once people are in retirement and, mm. and, and and how they go out and all that stuff. And it's and we're talking about Chalk. Mm. But in that thing, we're like, where was his manager saying, like, mm. Chalk, come on, man. Like, you've got, like, a year or two at power. Mm. Like, like, get your money. Mm. Play your games. Mm. Don't fucking... Don't fuck it up. Mm. Like, play he probably managers, was, he probably was a... saying it, but I think, you know, Chalk's Chalk. I think Chalk was just going to fucking wanted to blow up. And... In his head, he wasn't thinking, I'm going to get injured. He, In his head, he was like, I'm going to power. We're going to fucking win a premiership in the next two years. And I'm going to be hailed as an absolute fucking hero. Yeah, I know. And that's where I'm I going know. to be. And it hasn't, it hasn't turned out that way. Yeah. And that's why it's sad. I mean, it's... Yeah. So anyway...
game. We start. Yeah. We started off the season a little bit unsure, a little bit, you know, still still trying to gel. Round six, it all came together, just like a fairy tale, just like a Cinderella story. From out of the ashes, we rose, and we shall go home with the prince. Bob Brooker. Tell you what, I was 20 minutes in. I just kept like almost muttering like a, a dumb idiot that's been hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. Manly's back. Manly's back. Manly's back. I was just, I was just saying it like every, every like kind of minute and a half. Yep. I was just like under my breath, just watching it on the. Uh, I went to a friend's house who had Foxtel, so I people could were nervous. Watch it. People were nervous before the game. Fuck we noodles. Noodles on Instagram was nervous. Not Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. He was nervous. There was a little tweet. Oh, no. Mate, at no point was I nervous about this game. I, I, I knew we were going to... I just... I just, And you know what? It was against the Warriors last season that sparked our resurgence and we went on like a four or five game winning streak after that. And and I th- I'm hoping that that's what this game's going to do as well. We just... Ben, you know what? I, you know what's funny that you saying that. Mm. One of the things that I like, I'd made a note to self for the podcast was <laughs> wear underwear. No, no, no. <laughs> tell the tell the listeners. Yeah, this is when you put a three three games in a row, manly winning three mm. games in a row, in multi. Yeah, because we're we're winning the next three games in a row. Yep. I don't care who we play. Well, we're playing, I actually don't. Yeah, we're I know playing we're playing para, para no, and then we that. play the Knights after that, so yeah. it's actually not a bad. Never, but it's in, we're, we're going three in a row. Yeah, like, that that performance yep. that is that is the kicker. Yep. of Manly yep. kicking into gear and yep. being the team that all the other teams yep. do not want to be playing. So let's let's, are, let's talk about let's talk about the game, the lead up to the game. No players pulled out, injured. Yep. So we went in there uh, minus DC, but we knew he wasn't going to be yep. in there. So we went in we full strength. Um, so who, no, who was no, out? No, no major so changes. Starlow went to the bench. Lusick started. Yeah. Um, and and let's be honest, the major uh, no, thing who was out? out. So um, Beardy, what's his name? My boy, 
Leary. Leary, he was out. Yeah, he, he got... So who came in? Who came in instead of him? So Simons was in. Simons was we in. We talked about this last week. Like, yeah. who would we have? Who would we drop? Oh, would well, we... Simons... So on the Simons bench... in because he plays well. He, he yeah, so Simon well. was in. Simons was in. Obviously, Jake Travojevic was back. Um, and then we had Lewis That's Brown classic. on the Lewis bench. Brown. Uh, Mateo was out. Uh, yeah. That was due to a sick family. His wife or something oh, was oh, sick, oh, so oh. that wasn't anything to do with form. Yeah. Although, yeah, no, it worked. Simon's Simon's was in for him, and Simon's played really well. Oh, so well. Simon's took over Mateo's spot. What? The, well, sure. Okay, right, yeah, right, let's yeah, say yeah, you know sure. a, a, a kind but of so, a, so who a is, ball playing then because not. I don't know. Old. I don't understand what that question is. But like, you know, all the players have fucking played. They're in. But, you okay, keep but saying from, that. No, but from last Do you know week, the team that talk, played? They're the, talked, they're the team that was in. We talked about... Do you want me to go through and name each one individually? Well, almost, yeah. Okay. Okay, so there was Brett... You, oh, sorry, I thought you watched the game. Okay, no, so I Brett watch Stewart... watch the game viewers. Brett Stewart was like, fullback. No, because last week we talked about who would be in... You and keep who saying the same out. thing. So, so who was in? Who was out? <laughs> no, no. Who, who was in? No, no, who, no, who well, was I'm, in? I'm sorry. Who was out? Who was out? I'm talking about the... The people who didn't play were out. The team that we put on the paddock, we talked about this in depth last week. Yes. So I, I'd, I just want, I just want to talk about who was actually who was on the paddock. You just want to say who was in, who was out. That's gonna be, that's gonna be, that's gonna, that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be a segment. Who's in who's next out. year? Who's in? Who's out? Yeah. I just want to know who's in, who was out. Anyway, who was in? What do you want to know? Who was in? What should we go through first? Who was out or who was in? <laughs> Oh, anyway, so the to power getting the, tr- the first try, that was <laughs> just <laughs> come on, let's move on. Oh, I really want to know who, who do you want me to tell? That? What name do you want me to say? Oh, so, so who do you we were want? Saying, we were saying so we, uh, Lewis Brown would be in because it was uh, okay. We were talking. <laughs> it's a breakdown. Alright, so Lewis Brown was in. Yeah. He played. Who's, Tommy Simons played. <laughs> yeah. He was out. Who from last week didn't play? Uh, Blake Leary didn't play. Yeah. Um, and Matteo didn't play. Right. And who played this week? So Tommy Simons week. came in. Yeah. And. Oh, and Travoyevich was in there. Travoyevich okay, was in right, for Leary. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, so that was in. So that. So, to so our, who was in? Who was out? <laughs> Magnificent six. Who is in? Who is out? Um, but okay, so Tom Simons. Oh, God, I love. I love how that guy plays. Hell, that was league. gold. That was classic. I love how Tom Simons plays rugby league. Yeah. Mm. Always, he's always sniffing around. Well, he's part of, isn't he? He's part of Tony Screaming Eagle, isn't he? Yeah. Or, is, or did he get benched after Nate Miles? No, he, he's he. <laughs> Nate Miles. Nate Miles is the the guy on his back. <laughs> All right. But he just hold. He holds. He holds the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the game. <laughs> so anyway, so so to power. Yeah. So what that was like? We we obviously we held them off defensively. We had we had the play the play the ball most until we scored. We were kind of in charge of the ball. Yeah, I feel. And that was that like was just that. A, a fuck up from there that from them. But, what yeah, but I like we were was, down there. You've got to be down there. You've got yeah, to be putting be pressure there, onto force. But Tapau just got up. onto it, and, and like that, that could have been fucked up easily. Yeah, like Tapau could have eat, like Marty Tapau could easily have fucked up yeah. that thing, but he didn't. He he no. owned it and he fucking slammed it down. And he, you know, and that I think, and I think that that started. We were just that was on. Like, we're on. 
We were just we on were from on the whistle. From then on. We did, oh, didn't... We, we kicked in then. Yeah. With that, that oh, try. But we, we still got down there. I don't know, but we were playing well, but mm. I just found from the first try, mm. we just, we just, we, we had the game. I, I was yep. watching, I was watching the telly instead of an iPad or a fucking iPhone. Right. Because it was, fucking man, Manly is just never on TV. No. Now. We just got to have Foxtel. Yeah. But I, I would say that, um, yeah, I mean, I just think we, we controlled the ruck, we Travojevic clogged up the middle. There wasn't any easy yards. They had Isaac Luke, but Isaac Luke wasn't making any major yardage. He was, he, he was good. It was you know, they had their him. they had their funny little. This is the thing with the with with the Warriors. They got these guys on the wing, and they got the fullback, and they're just like fucking amazing athletes, like fancy footwork. And there was one, you know, there was a couple of moves by one of the wingers who was it was just blinding what he was doing. But Manly didn't. We didn't panic. We didn't try and put a massive hit on him or anything. We just went, right, well, you can fucking run backward, left and right as much as you want. But at the end of the day, we're just going to stand here. And when you finally do decide to run forward, we're just going to tackle you. So let's just fucking so just run forward and let's get this over and done with. You know, it wasn't... Mm-hmm. No one broke from the line creating a gap so little fucking twinkle toes can get through. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just felt that that's what it was like for 98% of the game. We didn't... We didn't try and do anything spectacular in defence. We were just hold the we were holding the line. Mm. You know, it was like Braveheart. We just fucking held the line. Hold, hold, hold. And uh, you know, and, and I think that was, I think that was kind of the, how we played pretty much the whole game. I mean, I don't think we were in control. The ho- I mean, there was that. Yeah, the, the what Nate Miles knocked it on. With like, I think there was like twelve minutes to go in the half, um, in the first half, and after that they had a real resurgence, and we looked tired there. And at that point, then Miles, I noticed very quickly after that, Miles came off, and that's when uh, that's when Starling and um, and Lawrence came on. Right. Did you notice that? Like he just looked fucked. Like like Miles looked dead on his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought Miles had a really good game. I was watching him. Yeah, and he, he was. He, I, I always thought he'd be more of a um, like kind of uh, exciting player because he plays for State of Origin, mate. That's and exactly I, I what I was thinking today when I was planning thing. on what to say at the podcast. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, he's not overly exciting, but no. he just kind of you don't you don't really notice him as like whoa, who fucking took that guy down? Yeah. It's, you know, like, if, if someone mm. takes someone down, it's probably Jake Travoy watching Marty Jabal. Mm. But Nate Miles is just the guy that, when you're watching the TV, just keeps just churning yep. through him. Yep. And he's in there, and you just kind of see his yep. head. Yep. Um, Attacking-wise, he's pretty bland, but... Like yeah. he's he's not a guy. That, he tends like, to slow down when he hits the like when he gets close to the line. Have you noticed that? He kind of runs and then almost slows down a little bit. Yeah, look, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see him as an overly aggressive um, mm. uh, attacker, mm. but I see him more as like, yeah, like and I think that, he, yeah, he hurts people in his tackles, but um, yeah, he played well. I, yeah, it was, it was a game that like I, I saw in the first fight. Well, when we scored the try, everyone looked like they were going to win the game, and all the time that um, the Warriors kind of like. Kind of got up on us. We, we yeah, we 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 rate. 
Fuck. We regathered. Mate, you should not be having a fucking joint this early in the show. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you understand what you sound like right now? Yeah. I do, and it sucks. Yeah. Anyway, go. Get going. Go. Come on. You in the go. Um, you go, you go. No, no, you're in the middle of something. I'm, I'm go. Oh, I don't even know what I was talking about. Go, come on. <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> I got a whole box of strawberries. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Oh. Uh, okay, so where, where are we up to? Yeah, I, I know. I smoked a joint too. Mm. Well, I'm waiting for you to get to your point. What was my point? I don't know. I but about. you need to get to it so I can clip in what you're saying before and edit the ending in <laughs> so at least it's got an ending to it. Otherwise, I've got to tell you out the whole segment. Uh, what were you talking about? Fuck. Um... Nate Miles. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Nate Miles. Oh, so, so, like, a general player, a player review. Nate Miles. So, he, he ran up the middle and he did his stuff. And I, th- I think I now understand what kind of player he is for the team. Mm. He's just the guy that just is in the middle and he's mm. there for 60 minutes, 50 minutes, 80 minutes. I don't know. I don't know how long he plays, but he just plays there and he does his thing. He tackles his players. Yeah. It opens up for... Brenton Lawrence, he had some good offloads, mm. but he had that bad one where he... Yeah. Oh, then, I, don't think he had, had... I don't think he had a great game. But I would say it's the, the first non good game he's had this season which one out of six isn't bad but oh well he actually got suspended for one game so one out of five but um yeah i yeah brendan lawrence didn't i thought he'd do quite well um but no he didn't do great and i think it didn't help him coming i don't know it felt like he wanted to come on and do too much yeah, you know, he wanted to make a massive impact, and it just didn't seem to quite get there. But I know what you was. I was actually thinking about Nate Miles today because I'm, I'm always, you know, the new players. I'm constantly like, well, is that a good signing? Was it a bust? Or you know, and I just think, you know, we've had a couple of busts. Nate Green was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. Um, but I just think that maybe, um, yeah, I, I. I I'd never really watched, apart from Origin, I've never really watched Nate Miles play. I mean, who the fuck watches Titans, you know? Yeah. So, and I think I was expecting a different player than what he is. I guess I was thinking more of like a, a Gordon Tallis or a Shane Webke or one of those Origin players, you know, mm. one of those famous Queensland Origin forwards. Yeah. Queensland Origin A guy who just fucking yeah. throws himself and is just surging and just fucking smashes, you know. And that's what I was kind of expecting. I was kind of like, oh, like an old, you know, I don't know he's yeah. in his career, but I'd still ex- ex- expect almost, a couple of you're massive... You're almost licking your lips when you're describing the, the play. <laughs> a massive bustling forward, you know what I mean? And it wasn't quite... Um, He's clearly not that kind of player. I guess he's a bit more. I guess yeah, he's Almost a little bit Jake more. Like, I was just about to say he's a bit more Jake Travoy. He just he just does his job. The, yeah. He snuffles snuffles around. Hey, Travoyevic did a couple of nice slams. Did you see him slam that guy though? He like picked him up and sort of swinging him around like he he was he was marking right, yeah. and the guy picked up the ball and did a little run out of dummy half. He literally picked him up by the scruff of the neck <laughs> and basically said to him, he said. What are you doing, you little fucker? And picked him up and just sort of spun him around and just slammed him into the dirt. It was just kind of great. It's kind of like, mate, if I'm marking, don't try and fucking scamper around me because I'm just going to fucking eat you like a truffle. <laughs> <laughs> what about 
about what about the fucking chip kick? And he just caught it on the full. Oh, and just had a massive run. Like yeah. that was yeah. in slow motion. Yeah. His eyes. He was like he was gonna kill him tackling him. Mm. And in, in in a second, like going from kicking, well, from from wanting to tackle the the the, the player. Yep. He kicked, and his eyes just swung round, and he just caught the ball, and then just ran. <laughs> and it was just, he's a machine. Yeah. He's the perfect forward. He's just snuffling, ready for truffles. Mm. Just, he's, a, he's a forward that just wants to go forward. I don't, I don't think we can say enough about Jake Trevojevic. We normally yeah. talk about him quite a lot, but fuck. I mean, considering team. Tom, his brother Tom is the one who seems to be getting all the... And you know, you all, know what all the kudos, but I, for me, Jake's out of the two brothers. If I could choose between the two to keep at Manly, oh, no, I Ben. That's no, a, but I'm that's, just saying. Not even, let's not even talk about. Well, it. well my favorite. Okay, well, just as yeah, let's just say my favorite of the two brothers is definitely Jake. Like I, I love Tommy. I, I think he's great. But out of the two, if you got to pick a favorite, I'd say Jake's my favorite. But and let me just before anyone says anything, I do realize that Vave came on. Not Starling. Starling was actually already on the field. He started. Anyway, I made a mistake before when I said Starling and Lawrence came on. It was actually Varve. And how much do I fucking love Varve? Yeah, he was good. Now, he just comes on and he just, and he just, he just surges at the line. He doesn't care. He comes on, he breaks tackles. He just keeps going. Fuck, someone's got to. Matt Parcell's got to follow him more, though. <laughs> He's got to get ready for that offload because he, yeah. he, he looks around for guys and there's no one there. Parcell, and, and I find that with a couple of times, we had a forward with open arms looking for an offload and no one was there. Parcell's got to be up there. He's 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 pretty good. Like He, he is. Does, he I'm just saying he needs around. to follow a little bit. Yeah. He needs to follow those forwards a little bit more. What about um, for the for the offloads? Sniffing around up in the middle, yeah. Like we we all our tries are right up the middle, mm. and like so it's all up the guts. So like mm. we didn't have any wing tries really. Like no, it was it was to power, which was kind of you know like mm. kind of on the wing, but it wasn't. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's forward. We had Matt Eye through the through the guts. Yeah, had Tom Trevojevic, which was. That was like that right was up the guts, but it, it was all in the middle, yeah. and and that and and like that that means our forwards busted them up a bit, absolutely, and, and, and it left like that's where we were yeah. playing. We weren't having to get it out. Do wide. you you know the only thing that I'm wondering after watching the last two games mm. is has Madai been wasted at centre? And should he have been playing hooker this whole fucking time? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, yeah against yeah, yeah. against yeah. South. Yeah. He was doing some great dummy half runs. Yeah, oh, mate, great he's, dummy he's, half runs. And then last night, he again, he had so many meters again, just running. Great yeah, dummy yeah, half. He just well got, for... did you see him? He went in there at dummy yeah. half, and Parcel came around going, "Oh, hang on, this is hey, hey, bro." Oh, he's not. He's not okay, but he goes like, "Oh, that's my job." Matt, I shook him. Up. Matt, I sort of flipped him away. He waved him away, going, "No, fuck it, I want to run." Like he was in there. I really liked it. And I just, I remember yeah. thinking that, going, "Fuck." Have we made a terrible mistake by not having Matt Eye at, at hooker this whole time? Like, he passes well. He's a strong runner. He's a fucking hard tackler. Have we made a terrible mistake? Like, get Dylan what do Walker you think? on the centers. Get it, Matt Eye at. No, but then you lose Parcel. Oh, I love Parcel. No, no, I don't mean now, but I mean the last few years. Yeah. Like, like, he's just making. You just kind of look at him and go, yeah, I mean, fuck. He's a, he's a big guy who can tackle and. Should he have been hooker? But, you know, anyway, he's been a great centre, so I'm not saying that we've lost out. But it's just interesting to see him 
And this is, cl- and I wonder if he has taken this upon himself to get more involved because he's like, well, fuck it. I'm playing outside Dylan Walker. I'm not getting any fucking passes. I'm just going to run in the middle. Or whether Trent Barrett, this is like an actual thing that Trent Barrett's said to him get yeah. fucking more involved. Let's work it through the middle. Get in the middle. Let's, yeah. let's, I, w- I want to see more work out of you. I mean, because it's really was, come in the last two s- weeks and it's, it's not something that we've seen a lot of before then. I was going to say with Tom Tom Travojevic, mm. he's been running up the guts mm. plenty as well. Mm. He like I, I think there's like an ethic where they all want to get involved and like have a run and see. Well, the wingers like to take. They definitely feel they, they've taken definitely taken it upon themselves mm. for the first couple of hit ups when you know when there's been a big kick down to take you know. This Georgie gets involved. He takes a couple of hit ups that, and just to rest the forwards because the forwards have just run all the fucking way back, mm. you know. Yeah, and, but, and good on him, you know. Tom, I, I see Tom mm. like kind of injecting himself mm. up in the middle often. Like mm. he, he just kind of, you know, he just appears, does a run, like it's nothing flashy or anything. Yeah, gets involved and you know, and and gets in there. And I, I, yeah, there's an attitude that with that and the and the like the way that we won, mm. like, which was quite kind of. It was ruthless. Like we, we, yeah, we, I think we, were, you know, like we, we did we it very clinical. Yeah, and and I think and I think you know, got the penalty, took the kick, took the kick twice, twice, you know, and, and it was and just that's kind of four like points. that's a that's yep, a try. Yep, and even the second time was kind of like, well, we're not going up by converted try. You know, I think it put it up to twenty, and if they got two tries, then they would have been twenty-two or something like yeah. that. Was putting the pressure on, as in you need to get two converted tries, not just a, you know. And I think that's, and I think that was good. It was just, it was, it's just really clinical and and putting it on, you know, like points on. Because what what seems to be happening these days is, you know, teams just keep fouling. They just keep fouling you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and and yeah, they'll just keep fouling. They'll fouling until you knock it on. Or put a kick in that goes dead, or you fuck up. So basically, they're playing you until you fuck up. You mm. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, you just make them pay. Go, right, well, fuck it. We'll take the two, and then we get the ball back. So you know, we're ahead. We'll just keep possession. Then you know, we'll take two points and we'll keep possession. And it just seems to be the way a lot of teams are playing this season. And it's a smart way. It's not you know, it's not the exciting yeah. way, but it's the smart way. And I think we played. Well, and because we had our noses in front, we could play that way. As uh, was, previous you know what, weeks, we've been all, behind. All the fucking teams are pretty even. Mm. Who, who are the teams that are killing it, and who are the teams that are shit? Yeah. Well, Brisbane's killing it. Yeah, Brisbane's mm. killing it. And then the next eight teams. Yeah, well, look, it's it's still early on. This is the way it works. Like I said, everyone starts. There's some big upsets, and you go, "Oh fucking hell," you know, like. But you know, it all it all sorts itself out, and luckily. While it's sorting itself out, we're getting better, which means that yeah. we're one of the better teams. Yeah. But I, I just love, you know, I think to Powell, again, you know, yeah, a couple of the tries you could say, but at the same time, we were down there. That, that um, you know, Parcel could have got a try with that nice little kick throw. It was in his fucking hands and he just fucked it up at the end. But, you know, that could have been another try. Then there was the other kick through that Matt I got down, which is, you know, we were mm. up there. And then Starling's cry was, you know what? <laughs> I was happy to and see And that's him, great. It's, it's, it's just great to see. And, and we deserve, the, a, a, you wouldn't call it an easy try, but sometimes it's good to see a big guy and that's get over like that, you know. Hit a player, spun, put it down, which was great. 
First yeah. try, first try of the NR in, in his NRL career. Fifty games. Oh, really? Fifty games, first try. So no nudie run for him this year. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I just think we held it. I just think we just didn't panic, mm. wouldn't you say? And oh, um, we never looked panicked yeah. at all. I, I, as I said, the I thought Manly looks like they had it in the bag after that first try. Yeah, they scored that try. Yeah, and after that, I. I didn't question mm. that they weren't going to win. Uh, and let's talk did. about the halves. Jeez. What, I mean, what do you do when Daly gets back? So, Arpy played. He's, he's, fuck, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't want to say faultless because, you know, I'm sure someone I'm sure someone saw something and I just can't remember and, you know, they go, oh, well, it was that fucking timey, blah, blah. But it was pretty much a faultless game from he him. He had an amazing game. I think all his kicks his were hot. His, his they, he stuck to the plan. Short kicking is, was phenomenal. Yeah. He, I don't know if... But even his long kicking, even his long kicking, he he was getting the bombs up and giving enough time for his players to get down there and yeah. tackle um, two of us, two, 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 two in the bush. Forskin. Two in, two in the hands worth one in the bush, whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. So... You know, and and I and I think and he's and he's short kicking. He was he was oh, putting short kicking it through. Was, his short kicking was was up there with mm. Cooper Cronk and Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, getting he 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 was every single one of his short grubbers. Yep. got through ankles and shins and yep. and knees and stuff. Yeah, and Daly Taylor Evans, I love him when he's kicking well, mm. but when he's not kicking well, he. Manages to kick into people's legs. He does like, to do that every yeah. fucking game, yeah. a few times a game. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it, and it takes out the deadliness of it. Yeah. And I don't know if because Appy is a little bit maybe underrated by the by the defence. Like he's yep. given the the gap. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know how it works. I, I haven't played high grade football, no. so I don't know what it's like. Well, I think Appy also but is. A, he's, Appy has. You know. He fucking nailed. It. He got yeah. between legs every single fucking kick. Yep. Kicked it. Kicked it in. And and. Yep. How many times did we get just a, a, a goal line dropout from just a really nice, neat kick? Defender got it. We got two guys on him. Yep. Put him in goal. We got another six. Yeah. You know, like we just and and I haven't seen that kicking this year. And it was a beautiful little pass in to Steve Matai, yeah. as the uh, Kiwis commentators yeah, like yeah, to call yeah. him. Matai. Well, <laughs> Steve Matai. He's got a lot of family here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and there's a beautiful little inside ball to yeah. Steve Matai. Yeah. That's I don't almost say that's the first um, he was sort of little combo, mm. a cheeky little inside ball to put a guy into a gap that we've seen this season mm. from a half. Would you say to put Steve Matai yeah. in the gap yeah. to to for pr- pretty much from from our half. So hey, did you notice? So it, but last, Dylan, last 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 game mm. we had that. The, their hooker scored two on us. Yep. And then was his face Isaac Luke scored on us. Mm. And then the game before that as well, the hooker scored on us from dummy half. Mm. Can we can we defend against that? Like can we like how do you how do you stop that happening? Uh yeah, I don't know. Or is that just an inevitable? It's just one of those things, you like, know. They've we'll, got we'll score tries. Yeah, I think yeah. against against Souths, I, I I just don't I just don't look at that. That was just some sort of weird phenomenon that was going on that we just didn't have our head in the game. No, I do. I just yeah. think everyone was so paranoid about Sam Burgess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's all it was. I don't think it had anything to do with the hooker. I mean, yeah. I don't like to say this because I hate it when people say this, but I could have scored those tries. <laughs> 
I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, saw the replay. Yeah, yeah. No one was even looking at the fucking hooker. But, you know, old old Isaac Luke, he's a big, big unit. So Well, he's a big, small unit. He's a big, small unit, low to the ground. So, I mean, he's always going to try and... He's always going to get a couple of... Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, guess... I mean, and he's a good player and he will... Yeah, he will and, they, and they've got pretty gap. deadly guys out wide. So, you can imagine we were spreading... We, we were sending guys out, um, to, you know, maybe a little bit thin in the middle. But, you know, that's just what happens, you know. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Dylan Walker, Dylan Walker, I thought. Who are the awards going to? Hang on, Dylan, oh. we haven't talked about Dylan Walker. I thought yeah. he had, well, he definitely had a quieter game. Yeah. And that wasn't such a bad thing. No. He, he supported. There was a play. He, there was a play. I want to say it was like ten minutes into it, where we had a massive overlap out left, and instead of just passing it out there and just getting the fucking ball out there as quickly as he could, he just ran it out there, and then he got tackled with the ball. It was so fucking weird. Maybe yeah, maybe the so television he's, wasn't he's showing center. what maybe the television wasn't showing. But ben, that's that's but it was that's just center. That's like a fire. I know, but we're, I'm just saying it was really it was such a strange play that we had it, I, we had Steve Matai and we had George Defour out there and there was like we had basically had a three on two and instead of just passing it out there and creating a two on one, he just ran it and then just got tackled. It was fucking. It was so strange. Mm. I remember even the commentators were like, well, he, he, you know, he could have got the ball out there really quickly but decided to run the ball out there instead. And it was just like, fuck, yeah, it's, it, it was a really strange play. And then for the rest oh. of the game, it, he was pretty quiet. And we won it and there wasn't any... So it not such a bad thing, you know? Like, so, so being controversial yeah. when DC uh, gets back. Yeah, look, I... I, I, it's not going to happen, but uh, there's no there's no answer to it. DC comes back, Appy goes back to reserve. That's that's the end of that. They're not going to. That's it. They can't. They're not going to bump line. They're not going to bump Steve Mathai. Um Yeah. yeah uh, they could put Appy on the bench, but yeah. so what? You don't have you have one less prop, or you don't have another. Fucking, well, maybe it's sort of about like. Or does Lewis Brown take a step? Remember, but, it's, but it's also yeah. about how many points you can put on. Yeah, because it's obviously you can defend against, you can keep teams mm. at zero, mm. but you need to be able to actually put points on to yeah. keep Appy on the bench. Yeah, and then so yeah, basically Appy becomes double. Lewis Brown. Yeah. So Lewis Brown comes on when there's like ten you know, minutes can. to go, yeah. and he's full of energy, and he'll defend out there, and he'll do. You know, he sort of hangs on the on the right. He definitely, you know, he hangs on the right side of the field, mm. and he just, you know, um, gets his horse head in there. Yeah, gets yeah, but. So maybe Lewis Brown goes and Arfie, but then fucking what are you bringing him on for? Like ten minutes of aggressive tackling and some energy, like well, no, it. no, I mean, because because just... like someone like Appy, if you got him on when everyone's all tired, like mm, two minutes into the second half, yeah, you like bring in the Appy, boom, yeah. I reckon you'd see points a lot, like possibly. I don't know. I, 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 he, it, he, it, it's not. Point, it's not an. He un, does get points. He's, he's a guy that gets. It's not a, around yeah, him. It's not a crazy idea what you're saying, mm. and that's what they tried at the beginning of the season. That's why they had. No, but they had at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but they had Parcel coming on. You know, they'd swap oh. over. They'd bring in Parcel for Appy as a new injection of energy and everything. Mm. I just don't. I think those kind of players are better when they've been playing the full eighty and they've just they've got a they've got their groove on. 
I, I, I don't know. I, it's definitely a thing that teams do, what you're saying. It's not yeah. completely out of left field. So you reckon the bench is But really for me personally... Boppers. You put the boppers on the bench. I think you've had, yeah, I just think you've got two big boppers and then you've got two medium-sized guys. Yeah, yeah. And the little guys, the little playmakers, they play the full 80 minutes and they've got the feel for the game. And I just think to have... Yeah, I just think to have like a... A, a small guy, like a you know, bet they. Cronulla tried it last year with Ben Barber, an impact player they call it. Mm. Just doesn't, I don't know, it just just doesn't fucking. I just don't think it fucking works. Because those impact players, they've got a. You know, it's not like they come on, they can exact, you know, immediately are turned on. They got to feel the game. They got to work out how it's all going, who's playing what, and how's everyone. I don't know. I just, I don't mm. like it. So I think you know, it's shit, but. So the, they're not going to bench Dylan Walker, are they? And he's not playing bad enough to get benched. DC yeah, obviously it is. To see it is. It does. But like we've said, someone else. People get injured. Yeah. People get injured. Um, and then let's just talk about the end of the game. There was oh, a little bit. Cars. There was a little bit of niggle. And fucking, how good is Varve? Like <laughs> so good. That guy. I can't remember his name. Is the Hoff or the Governor Hoffman. or something? They call him no, no. The guy with the shit hair. The Gov. The Governor. Or something. Anyway, they had a they had a nickname for him. So Vavo gets down. Just the stance when he got up. There was a bit of push oh, and shove yeah. and the stance. He kind of put one foot in front of the other and just kind of looked at him like this, just going, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna to, play to I'm not gonna play slap. To the listeners, Ben's just yeah. taking his t shirt off <laughs> and he's he's like he's rubbing his he, But he, his he didn't belly. do anything pathetic. He didn't do anything like I'm just going to have slaps with you now. I'm not going to slap you. I'm not going to do this little push and shove thing. He just stood his ground and stared at him right in the eyes and just said, who the fuck do you think you're messing with? And the governor, you could tell he was intimidated because he was like that little kid in the video where the fat kid picks him up and slams him down. (laughs) He was just sort of like dancing around and sort of pushing him going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And he was just standing there and he just stood his ground just staring at him going, you're fucking. And then the rest of them, and then sure enough, the Warriors went, oh, oh, let's try and prove how tough we are. And they all ran up to help the governor. Because whereas Vave just stood there, bang. He should get, I hope he won't, but he should get a try assist, Vave, for that. Because, oh, of him, yeah. because of him and his yeah, death, star, yeah. death stare that he was giving him. Yeah. Tom, oh, yeah, they was, had four, they had, the Warriors yeah, had four of their forwards up. coming forward. Yeah. There was no one there. Yeah. Even, even you know, that was great. Two, you know, even like, Roger that, two for one a check. He didn't even try. And, he didn't know what the fuck was going on, and and, and Travois just ran the try, and he was like, "Oh, what's going on? Is there a blue? Oh, what? Huh?" Like, but that was great. just gold. And, uh, I, I think that that's that's like almost the theatre of rugby mm. league that you don't get that much these days. Like yeah. those, those kind of like plays that aren't, that aren't just kind of like highlight package plays. Like they're just. They, they they come from something weird and wonderful mm. of the game of rugby league, yep. which is a whole bunch of forwards get into a stink, and there's just a gap, and yep. it's just left, and yep. so on. Yeah, and that's through, right. And they look at it and they go, "Yeah, let's try." Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, I mean, shouldn't have run guys, up, shouldn't have yeah, fought. You know what? On the stink, and so let's try. And you can't and fight anyway. So what were you? You're not allowed to throw a punch. So what were you really running up there to do, guys? What were you really running up there to do? Even Tino, who's vegetarian, yeah. Goes like they should be able to punch each other. What's that got to do with being a vegetarian? Well, you know, vegetarians aren't into. Punching. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. I think it's more they're concerned with eating animals, not punching them. <laughs> it's a way of life, Ben. All right. Anyway, so but, but even, even Tina was saying mm. like they they should just be able to like punch. 
Oh, yeah. Look, I was, I'm a big believer in, I was a big believer in the Biff. I just don't think, if you get into a fight, bang, on report. Yeah. But you should be able to go and fight it. And if it was seen that during the tackle, some guy shoved an elbow into your eye Mm. or fucking, you know, twisted your knee or did something like that, you should be able to get up and punch him in the head. And that should be fine, and you should be let go. No, but you, it, yeah, it should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. You you're, can't, you're like you can't the, do it. Just even vengeance. Yeah, even vengeance. You, you can't do it. Yeah. And then you know, ten tackles from then, you go up and punch him and go. Oh, it's payback from ten tackles ago. No, you have to do it right there and then, right? Yeah. And you should be allowed to nominate two players from your team that you, they are allowed to go and punch someone for somebody else. <laughs> so if like, if, like, you know, if, like, Isaac Luke comes over and smashes Tom, and Tom Travojevic and shoves an elbow in and then punches him in the groin, then Tapao <laughs> is nominated. He can come over and punch Isaac Luke in the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, he's my super sub. <laughs> like, Tom Travojevic wow. nominates Tapao to punch him. Right, wow. Because it stops... The grubbiness. It stops the well, little. Was, it stops the little shit. You know what I mean. And yeah. and I think that's where it's missing. But but it, I I said this before. But it, but it you know just to punch on like so the the whole fracas at the end was the only thing that happened was all the manly players were running through and they were tapping the guys on the head saying oh well done you're too busy trying to fight and we got to try did you see that's what they're doing mm. they're just tapping on the head. And then Hoffman got the shits that we were rubbing it in, that we'd just beaten them, and came over. Now, if it was three, four years ago, he would have come out and started throwing punches. No, that shouldn't be allowed. We, we niggled, and we're fucking talking trash. You, you shouldn't get punched in the head for talking trash. Yeah, you get punched yeah, in the head for yeah. twisting knees, yeah, head-high yeah. tackles, yeah. fucking facial raking of the face, and that, that's you get a punch in the head for that. But not for like, <laughs> not for rubbing people on the head for yeah, saying, yeah. sucked yeah. in, you know, we just yeah. beat you. Yeah. That, like it's annoying I get it but it doesn't deserve a punch in the head no but well, I loved it I loved that little bit of a stink in the end and then even on the last tackles and that, that was, and literally and this is what I love about rugby <laughs> league and I don't get it because I've never played it but it is so interesting they on the last tackle yeah it blew up again yeah fucking it went from faces of I'm gonna fucking kill you to the, and then the hooter went and it's like guys guys the game's over and they went oh oh and then they literally just start hugging yeah, each other with big yeah. smiles on their faces. Oh, man, in the background. Like, it's was... so funny. It's in... just so funny the, the way it works like that. It was just, it was just manly jumpers and <laughs> Kiwi jumpers yeah. and, and um, Warriors jumpers. Yeah. Like, just all in little groups, like, like chatting to each other in the background of all the interviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're all mates. Yeah. The, but the, I was... find that a lot with Manly. I don't know. Manly's a pretty popular... I, everyone seems to get along with Manly. I think Manly's probably, like, the most popular person around. <laughs> we all seem to just have a chat and have a good time. Did you see that with... I don't know. I never stick around to the end of a game, any other team, so I don't really see it. But does other teams do that? Do they I, stick I around and have a chit-chat? Oh, look, they, they tend to. Look, I, th- I think that rugby league, it, it, like, on, on, a, on a player level, mm. is is pretty touchy-feely. Yeah. There's a lot of representative um, mix and match. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. Think that there's, there's I that. mean, that's the thing. It's basically a play, home. Like, now that I've followed Manly, like, really heavily for the last few years, I, yeah. like, to the listener... I'm not a rugby league fucking nerd. Like I, I love my footy, mm. but I don't know 
teams and how much players move around and stuff. Mm. But I, I was just watching the Broncos the other day. Janamis Louie coming on or... I don't know, was that for St. George? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, George. I've watched, yeah, so George, yeah. yeah, I've, I've watched, yeah. but, I, but I keep watching games. Like, you know, there's mm. many players. And it's kind of like, yeah, they, everyone just moves around and they play for different teams and all that. You can't, like... Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing, though. That's what, you know... Just players are players. Are players like, it's basically... play for a team for a bit and then they play for another team for Playing a bit. the Warriors is basically a home game for us, isn't it, really? <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why we're called Maori Ringa. I mean, half our team's plays for New Zealand or have played for New Zealand at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, can we just do a... a, a um, is it Infidel's Corner? Well, no. We're still, we're still talking about the game? Have you talked about enough? I don't feel like we really talked about well, what the halves enough, but we did. You know, I think we covered everyone. I think they had a really good game. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone was just having yeah. a good game. I, that's the thing. I don't think... Simon... Simon and even Barrett... Even Barrett said it in the press conference. He goes, "There wasn't, there wasn't a dud player on the field. Like, yeah, everyone. The, yeah, the, if if I want to be really picky, can I just be really picky mm. for a second? My favourite player, my favourite manly player, he is Jake mm. Travojevic. He, he he does get pinged a lot for holding for holding on too long in the tackle. Yeah, and and it, and it is always down." On the opposition's ten, and he lets it. It, it, yeah. it happens a lot, and even I'm saying it. Get up, Jake. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Boom, and it's like fuck. But, and it, but it's so not grubby though. No, it's like, not. It's just, he, just, he just holds on. Just and, yeah. and and even I can see it going. Oh, he's going to get pinged here, and sure enough, he does. It's just he just doesn't quite get up quick enough, and he'll get pinged at least three time, three times in a game. And I know really? he makes a lot of tackles, I but yeah, I, I've seen it, and I, I've been yeah. He definitely, like, he, out of all the manly players, he definitely gets pinged the most out of all the main players for that. And, and that would be the only, again, I'm not, I'm not going to say it was bad, but if we're talking about ways to improve for, right, for yeah, Thursday, yeah. he definitely just needs to get up, especially Actually, when, when they're in their 10. Like, when you're, you know, if it's like second tackle or something and it's on your, you know, and you're on your 20 or something, yeah, I get it, hold them down, fuck it if we get penalty, you know, it's only one extra tackle, you know, that could be the difference in forming our line if we hold them down for those extra tackles. I I get that, but down their end, to give them a free walk up to the 40 40 metre line, it's just, it's really shit and there's no fucking need for it, you know what I mean? Like, that would be my only takeaway, the only negative takeaway from that game is that was was just a couple of those things to let them off the hook, which is the way we were tackling them. They were like they were making maybe thirty meters, forty meters the way we were holding them down. So if we've got them on their ten, they're not only getting to that. They're not even really getting to the halfway line. They weren't even getting to the halfway line most of the time. You know. So anyway, that that would be my only my only negative of the game. So anyway, Infidel's Corner. Um, I want to talk about the Parramatta Eels. Of course you do. Because um, they're your second team, aren't they? They're my most... Not hated. They're like a freak show. It's kind of like you don't want to watch, but, you know, like if you're walking past a tent that said, check out the dude with two heads, you're like, yeah, all right. Like, 
I don't want to look at it. It's not something I'd even really be into, but fuck it. It's here. I might as well just watch it. Yeah. Um, it's my first... It's a car wreck. It's a car wreck. You it's know. my first ISIS but beheading video I've ever seen, so you know, yeah. sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, ride. we'll just look at it and then go, ooh, why did I watch that? That was never going to... That's never going to leave me. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. <coughs> I want to talk about Parramatta and the whole salary cap thing. You love it. So they've been rorting, if you read the papers, they have been warned for the last five years that they've been... It's not like they've just gone over this year. They've been over the last five years. And the last five years, the NRL have said, guys, guys, you've got to get it under control. You've got to get it under control. And they're like, yeah, we're getting it. Yeah. It's like a kid, you know, when you tell them to clean the room. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. After this show. I'll do it after you can't do that on television. As soon as this finishes, I haven't been I'm reading the papers, Ben. So, are you are you saying that like it's that that, that so they've been known to have been rotting for? We're, we're talking about we're talking about like storm Melbourne storm level mm. of rotting for right. like the last five years, and the and the NRL have known about it and been giving them letters, warnings, warnings, warnings. Now, I was told at the beginning of this season by. I can't say who, but someone who fucking knows what the NRL are thinking, mm. for obvious reasons, um, that Parra are losing points this season no matter what. <clears throat> and I even said it on this podcast. And then it kind of went away, but now it's coming back with a vengeance. More things have come out of the woodwork. That um, third dodgy third-party deals and shit, you know, being paid to Tim Manor and, oh, fucking Chock is just royally fucking them up beautifully. <laughs> like, Chock is just like... that Trojan horse. Chock's like the ultimate Paramata. manly player right now. Parramatta, yeah. have Chock. Yeah. And just enjoy him for <clears throat> all his work. But here's what's, an- here's what's annoying me. It's like they're talking about getting them, ten- taking them 10 points off them, Right. Now, that fucks up this season. Mm. But next season, they're good to go. I, I think the penalty should be, boom, you're out of this season, right? You can keep playing, but just like the storm, you don't actually accumulate any points, right? <clears throat> and everyone that you've signed, all the contracts that you have signed are null and void and you have to start from scratch and renegotiate with everybody. Because I see it, I see the salary cap rot like steroids, mm. right? Performing, like performance-enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. Sportsmen take it when they're training. They don't take them at the Olympics. They don't go, oh, fuck, I'm competing tomorrow in the cycling. I better take my drugs the night before. <laughs> They've taken them in the training. Mm. So when they get to the Olympics, yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking massive. Juiced up. They're all juiced up and they're ready yeah. to go. And they take them doing training that they can turn around and train the next day for, for you know, for, for recovery and for muscle building and they do all that kind of stuff. But when they actually get to the Olympics, they're not on drugs then. They've had them in the fucking years on the lead mm. up to it. Mm. And it's the same with, same with para. They're, they're on the drugs and... They've used, they've broken the salary cap to pull all these players in and to change the perception of para, as in, yeah, we're a winning club now, we're a winning club now. You know what I mean? Mm. And the benefits of breaking the salary cap, yeah, okay, they might fuck this season up, but they're just going to take the benefits of breaking the salary cap 
for the next for for next year and the year after and the year after that because they've got all these players in there. You don't now. have to say kudos to them for being a little bit brave. But it's not brave. Bra- why is breaking the law brave? Nah, because they're rebels. Do you go up to? Do you go up to? Yeah, Karen Foran's haircut. Look at him. I just. I I think they should be, they should be wiped out of this season, and all their players should be taken off them for next season as well. Like Kieran Foran, anyone who got signed while they were over the salary cap should not be allowed to play for them. So Kieran Foran, Bo Scott, um, Michael Jennings, all these, and we're not talking about little players. We're talking about players that demand massive dollars to sign them mm. with a team that's already over the salary cap. So they're just signing, going, "Fuck it, how much should we pay? Ah, who gives a fuck? We're over anyway. Just fucking <laughs> give them millions. What do we care? We're already over." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so all those all those contracts should be not only null and void, but those players should not be allowed to play for Para, and they should be. I don't want him back. I don't want fucking Kieran Foran back. But he should be forced to play for another team, and they all should be. So they're not taking the benefit of breaking the cap slash juicing up for mm. now the next four years or so. Like if 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 athletes, uh, Olympic athletes, get caught on the juice. Ban for four years, because that's how long it's going to take for it to, for them to fucking get all that drugs and shit out of their body, and for it to no longer be a, a factor. So for four years, Paris should be fucking banned <laughs> you from really signing. Para, don't you? No, I just I think it's bullshit. And 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 most people don't give a fuck about the storm. Most people are like ah well they went over fuck it they still won it good on them, blah blah. I've, it fucking drives me insane that the storm blatantly cheating and won premierships and shit under that tone. And it's not... Because it's not the fact that they won. It's the fact that other teams lost. You know what I mean? Like, they, the other teams were... And, yeah, sure, Manly were one of those teams, so you could say I'm biased. But there were also other teams that were robbed from a premiership yeah. for, for for playing by the rules. And, yeah. and they were robbed of the... Not just the money you get from being a premiership winning team, but... From, from all the hard work that they put into it. I mean, Ben Kennedy, who put fucking a lot of hard work in over the years and came to Manly, completely changed it around, was robbed of a premiership because of fucking the storm. We're a bunch of cheats. That's it. In first corner. <laughs> in first corner. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Things suddenly turned a little bit spiteful, but that's what I feel. I just fucking because it's not about Ben. It's over. It's, it's not over. about that person winning. It's about the other person who has to lose because that person is winning. That's what that's what annoys me the most. Anyway, and it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Hey ben, it's, it's no ben, punishment. Would you, ben, the thing. would you rather? It's, ben, it, it doesn't. You rather? It's not a punishment to the players either, because they just go, oh, well, fucking Kieran Foran will go play for East. You know what I mean? Like Bo Scott will go play for Cronulla or somebody. Like everyone will go and find another team. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. they're being punished. Yeah, right. It's the club that gets punished. It's the punish. It's the club that gets punished, and they should be fucking punished. Yeah. People go, oh, the fans are getting punished as well. Oh well, shouldn't fucking. Shouldn't be a para fan anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, really, you're a glutton for punishment. You know, you're one step away from paying someone to piss on you all the time. I mean, you clearly enjoy pain and suffering. I mean, every, as far as I'm concerned, every para fan is trough man. 
Yeah, would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather be Jake Travoyevich's mm-hmm. oh. teddy bear that he sleeps with <laughs> at night? Yeah. Or you know the answer to this one. Yeah. yeah. Or Tom Travoyevich's rubber ducky that he has a bath with. <laughs> um... And Tom Travoyevich loves the bar. Yes. Uh, I'd love to have a cuddle with Jake Travoyevich. I'd actually feel safe, wouldn't you? I'd feel safe as his teddy bear. I think he'd be strong but gentle (laughs) with his cuddles. I think he'd be a firm but gentle cuddle. Yeah, but wouldn't it be fun to be in a? I think it'd be really not. I think he'd be. I think he'd be quite protective, (laughs) and I think I didn't really enjoy it. Whereas Tom. I think Tom would be weirded out, like, being in the bath. I think Tom would be a bit um, self-conscious and just make the whole situation weird. <laughs> I think he'd ruin it. Right. Yeah. Because he's, so he's, he's a bit awkward, him. isn't he? Isn't he, Tom Travoyevich? Like, he's a little bit awkward. I so gangly. I reckon, I reckon and... being Tom's rubber ducky would be kind of fun. Yeah, is that what you choose? Tom's rubber ducky? I reckon we'd have fun together. Like, nothing, Do you think there'd be more play? Or anything. Whereas... Nothing gay or anything. I reckon just being snuggled up with Jack as, as, as nice and cuddly as yeah. it would be. Imagine being spooned. Wouldn't that be like, nice to be spooned yeah, by t- Jake? 2 a.m. you wake up and you yeah. want to move and he's got a really, <laughs> he's got a really good hold of you. Yeah. You gotta go to move and like he kinda goes He kinda he almost like. he almost growls at you. Like Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tom's on a ducky, you're just like, oh cool, see yeah. Tom, see yeah. Tom, see you mate. Yeah, there'd be a lot of fun, like they'd be splashing and you know, like putting the bubbles on each other, pretending you got a yeah, beard yeah, and things yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Sure. There's definitely an upside to it, but yeah. I don't know. Just the you thought of being spooned by Jake is really comforting. <laughs> It'd be like being in one of those deprivation bars where it's just completely sensory bars where you're completely cut off from the world and then you're just completely in touch with your own breath. I think that's that and Jake's breath on your ear. I think I think it'd be nice. I'm just I feel very relaxed just thinking about it. To be honest, I, all my anger I had from um, the uh, infidels corner has now actually been just taken away with the thought of. Just, yep. Those and big arms. Like those big words. arms coming around me. Yeah, that'd be nice. Short turnaround, five days. But, I and what I didn't actually realise until I put two and two together to get five last night, it's a short turnaround for power as well. We both played yesterday. We're both playing on Thursday. So we've both got five-day turnarounds. We're on the same excuse. Sure, you could argue we've had more. But look, we've had five days off, uh, nine days yeah, off. Yeah, so yeah. look, no, that, that's, a, that's not an excuse. And I won't, I, won't, athletes, I won't have you, you the professional throwing athletes, around. They the professional can't, athletes. Can't fuss around. We're both coming off five-day turnarounds. Mm. Um, and it's at Fortress Brookvale. So we've got an advantage there. Yeah. Um, look, I've been watching a bit of para. I won't lie. Mm. I didn't I didn't watch them this weekend, but uh, I've watched a few games previously. Um, they've definitely they've definitely got some speed, and they've definitely got some size. That mm. fucking junior Paulo, <laughs> yeah, he's a wrecking machine. And Corey Norman, he's got some serious fleeted feet on him. You know what I mean? Like he's fast and darts around and everything. Um, I think. Uh, 
their right side is definitely weak. And not to have a go at Gunthinson, but he's definitely the weak link there. Mm. So they're scoring points on the left with Semi mm. and Michael Jennings. That's definitely their strong side, their left side. Mm. Um, right side, not not so much. So they're really scoring their points down the middle and to the, and to the left, which means that... Down the middle, well, we know what that means. It means the Raging Pig's going to fucking take them. Uh, on the left means that it's really up to Jamie Lyon and, and Travojevic. Travojevic up against Semi. It's a fucking mismatch. You know what I mean? Um, Michael Jennings up against Lyon. It's a mismatch. We're talking about a really fast fucking guy. up. Ag- like, Lyon, don't get me wrong. Lyon's a good tackler and everything. Um, but he doesn't have the speed. I'm not... So much convert, concerned with line on Jennings. Like I think lines is a smart. I think Jennings is quite thick, <laughs> and I think, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean as in he's stupid. <laughs> um, so I think my, I think line being that the very smart footballer is. I think he won't fall for any fucking stupid tricks. Like I get you doing a goose step now. I'm just going to tackle you. Um, I'm concerned with Semi on Travojevic, and that's nothing against Tom. We're talking about what's he got? Probably like forty kilos on him and forty kilos of muscle. Mm. Like he's a big unit. Sammy's a yeah, big he's unit. A, he's a fantastic. Um, unit. I mean, size isn't everything. If I if it was if it was like oh, uh, Semi versus Snake, I put thousand dollars on Snake every fucking time because Snake just knows how to take down players. Tom's not quite there with how to take down players, and I just um, I think they're going to go down the left a lot. I think they're gonna. I think old Tom's gonna get quite a uh, quite a workout. Isn't the left? I'm not worried about the other side. Um, if anything, we're gonna beat up their right side. We got to basically. It's you know what? It's a fucking. They kind of cancel each other out. They got semi up against Travojevic. They got a, a big fucking Islander versus a tall white skinny dude. <laughs> On the left and on our right, we've got a big fucking Islander versus a tall, skinny dude. <laughs> White, skinny dude. So, um, Tafur is our semi, and obviously Gunthinson is our Travojevic. So, um, yeah, actually, it should be, it should be a good oh, match. We're going to be testing wait. their right, and they're going to be testing our right. So, mm. it, should be a, it should be a good game. Um, I'd say the only players that we need to worry about um, obviously, semi, but you know what? You got you got to shut that shit down before it gets there. You know what I mean? Like, mm, sure, don't give, don't give them the opportunity. Yeah, sure. If they're ten, if if they're sort of twenty meters out and they're passing it out there and we're thin out there, then fuck it. We shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. You know what I mean? So there's ways of stopping them even getting to that point. Um, I would I would say the person who I'm concerned about is actually Corey Norman. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about Kieran Foran. We know his tricks, and I haven't seen anything him playing for Para that. Oh well, you know, I'm, I'm not concerned about him at all. Corey Norman, he has often on games, but I've seen some stuff where I've gone, oh wow, that's he's a good player, and he's yeah. the X factor. I see him being the X factor on, on, on Thursday, on whether him? they whether they win or lose. Who's on him? Well, he fucks around the middle, doesn't he? So, hmm. you know, goes all over the park. So. That's my two cents worth, um, but I I think I think we've got better forwards. They've got Junior Paulo, but I think overall we've got better forwards than they do. Um, 
and I they're going to try and bustle us over. You love bustle, though. They're going to try and bustle us, but I don't see us getting bustled. <laughs> I think Varve. I think basically what He'll I think bustle. basically what happens is Barrett goes up to Varve and says, "Fucking put him in check," and I think Varve treats him like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think Varve, you know. I think, sure, he'll probably cuddle him afterwards, but he's going to fuck him hard all fucking night. Like, I, I don't see Varve taking a backward step with Junior Paulo. <laughs> I fucking love Varve. <laughs> so that's how I see it happening, and I see Manly winning. I think it'll be a tight game, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll get it in the end. Fortress Brookvale will be a packed stadium. We'll, we'll get I think there. I think we're going to yeah. definitely, definitely get there. Yeah. So what, what, how do you see the game? Uh, I'd like to say thirteen plus. Like I think, I think if we if we get it by the three, no, I don't just mean the up. score. I mean how do you? I've just rave, I've just ranted on for like ten minutes. Well, how do I say? I, I, I don't know until you until you see them run on the paddock. You don't know how they're going to play. But from that last game, like yeah. Manly should take power on and beat them. <laughs> well, I mean, like, the, like Man- Manly wasn't like the, the the game I watched last night was mm. like that was a team that wasn't going to be getting beaten by any teams. No. Like they, there was a try that they kind of let in at mm. the end, which is kind of like a bit dull. But yeah, they also scored another one straight after that yeah, as well. Like, that's you know, right. They just like put one back yeah. on. Like they, yeah, they they were dangerous and ruthless and mm. clinical and all the things that you want to see in your team. Yeah. Um, so how do I see it? I, I just see like a really fucking good game. I, I hope that we don't. I, don't I think know, it, so something doesn't go all yeah, wiggy. Yeah, but I think that if if nothing as long goes as we turn all, up, yeah, yeah. If nothing goes all funky or weird or something, we're gonna smash them, and we'll smash mm. any team. My my tip is next three games in a row. I don't even know who we're mm. playing. Like put money on three mm. in a row. Like we're winning the next three. As long as long as we team that's and here's flying. the thing. With the exception of the first game where we didn't play very well at all, we've just had weird lapses where one team's just put a lot of points on us and then we just can't get back into the game. You know what I mean? Like, mm. as long as we turn up ready to play on the whistle, then I then I think we'll win it. But that's the only, that, like you said, as long as anything goes weird, is that's it, that's the thing. Like as long as we don't, as long as we don't go strange for the first ten minutes and para put. You know, eighteen points. points you know, you know, yeah. they score three quick tries in ten minutes. Uh, as long, and and that's possible. Like we've done it. Yeah. yeah every game this season, bar one. Yeah. So um, as long as we just don't go strange in the first ten minutes and forget where we are or what we're doing, then yeah, I like if it's if it's a normal game, then we'll win. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been watching Making a Murderer? Because well, I think at the end of the day, we've got character. I think just para just they're just awful. Like a, they're just gutless. Like they're a, just um, cheats. And I and I think like I think character legion, goes a long way. Like a foreign legion is. Yeah, they're just they're just no one actually fucking lives. Even Tim Manor. Tim Manor was on um Tim Manor was on the Sunday footy show and even he you know, they were going, Oh, it's gonna be a big game against Manly, you know, um uh Kieran Foreign back to Fortress Brookvale and Tim Manor's like and even Tim Manor said, oh, yeah, it seems like every game's a big game for us these days. Like, we've got so many players from different teams these days. So even he's saying that they're just, just pulling everyone else's players away from them, you know, with the big fucking bucks that they've got with no salary cap. 
Anyway, I'm not going to keep going on about that. But you're so angry, Ben. Oh, I just hate just cheats. Raging. I just hate cheats because it just, like I said, it just takes away from everyone. Everyone who's who's actually honest and working hard. It just null and voids all that hard work. You're not you're not giving yourself something. You're robbing other people. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. May your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Jamie Bura kiss you goodnight. Good night. Good night. Farewell, our readers, and good night. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight. So long, farewell, our readers, and adieu. Adieu, adieu, to you and you and you. So long, farewell, oh, Wabita I'd like to stay and taste my first champagne. Yes? No. <laughs> so long, farewell, I'll read you saying goodbye. I leave and heave a sigh and say goodbye. I'm glad to go I cannot tell a lie I flit, I float I fleetly flee, I fly